Welcome back for another week of the Somebody Save Me podcast. We have a special guest today. Please skip this episode. <laughs> we have one of the Westons here. Mr. Matt Weston, say hello to the fans, dude. Hello, everybody. <laughs> We're having the uh, other Weston at some point. Maybe we'll have him sing our song. We are not going to have another set of brothers on this show. <laughs> I can only take one set at a time at this point in my life. I don't even know what he's doing here. <laughs> he's here. Because we got him a good episode to watch. And I invited you in my home as well, too. That's true. We're in, we're in the Weston household today. And we're recording for episode 10 of season 3. Whisper. I, I do actually want our guests to be able to <laughs> spill some things here before we get started. Because last episode, we did have Lex Luthor going through some electroshock therapy. So, Matt, you were telling me, though, off camera here... What exactly should Lionel have done instead? So it seems like Lex Luthor is a product of MK Ultra from his father. <laughs> Dude. And so one of the hallmarks <laughs> of, this is so good. of MK Ultra at first is electroshock therapy, inducing trauma, especially at a young age, and putting Julian. individuals into a disassoci- disassociative state. Uh, they used to call it multiple personality disorder, but that's a little bit too true. The island so developed it. So now they it. call it a, a disassociative state. So, listener, if you've ever driven your car and forgot how you got home, that's an example of it. And some people are more you know, susceptible to it than others, where maybe it's an hour, but some people may lose whole days or whole weeks of their life by being in one of these states. So it sounds like that's what Lex Luthor's father did to him. But they changed it, though, from using electroshock therapy to using LSD and hallucinogenic drugs like that to be able to wipe somebody's slate clean add whatever memories they wanted to or, or you know, instructions to them or you know, create other personalities for them and then be able to switch on and off other personalities. And this is what we know about mm. the MK Ultra program. But I will also, my, my favorite thing to say about it is that one, uh, or a fun fact about it, I should say. My favorite fun fact. <laughs> I love your fun facts. <laughs> This like, is on uh, par with Like a us. little like Snickers in uh, Halloween. What do you call those? The fun size? A little the fun, fun size, size yep. treat for you is that one of the code names for MK Ultra was Project Artichoke, but another one, another one was Project Bluebird. And what's Twitter? A little bluebird. Oh, it's just a mind control device, you know. There it is. I was hoping you were going to say nice one theory. of the code words was Luther, but I guess maybe that happens later on. Maybe we'll get there. Yeah, Lex. Yeah, maybe there's a code word, Lex. Yes, MK Luther. Ooh. I do feel bad for Lex because he's bald and his dad has a great head of hair. Dude. It's not fair. <laughs> it is. It's we're not just, fair. We're so happy you said that because we're in love with his hair. His it's hair incredible. looks glorious. It's like, wow. And apparently he was in his 50s during this time. So dude's has luscious, luscious locks. And do you think then, Matt, that maybe Lionel holds that against Lex? Oh, that he doesn't have hair? Yes. He's like, maybe he's not my son because look at his head. And that could be the case because even when he was having hair, it was red, not even matching. He was That's a ginger. not his kid. That's <laughs> not his boy. See? And I'm actually going to be believing that. I think Lionel has used now the baldness against him. Lionel has now gone through the MK Ultra on Lex, and it was a way to be able to erase the memories. Once again, it just happened to work out perfectly for him in every single way. Dude, this is a good theory. I love this shit. It's, well, you have the, you know, the, the narrative, what's in front of you, and then you have the subtext underneath. And mm-hmm. I think this is what they're trying to you know, show the audience. 
with this whole Lex maybe Luthor, subtle yeah subliminal Lex Luthor, message shock therapy is that yeah you know, this is because everything's a symbol at the same time maybe this is what they're trying to show the masses with, if the shoe fits line, you know if the shoe fits the, i'm with it i'm kind of with the mk ultra thing the good news is is that whisper doesn't tie into any of this <laughs> the, why, also, why is it called whisper because you have to be able to pick ears, up the whisper. Dude. Come on, Yes, man. good question, because that's going to bring up the fact like we have a... loud in this episode. <laughs> it is, actually. We're I gonna... could barely even watch it in my room. <laughs> it was, everything was so loud the whole time. Unless you're training with daddy, though, then you decide to have a whisper. <laughs> I like how everything's work, too. We got to get to work. <laughs> that's right. That's John Kent for you. But this he's... is how we do things on the farm. Except he really even doesn't work. Even if you're blind... You're going yeah. to work. Yeah, it's true. That's how we used to be a country, you know? Yeah. <laughs> remember, remember how great the USA was? And now everybody wants universal basic income and nobody wants to work. <laughs> you know, Look how far we've come since, what was this, 2007? 2004. 2004. 2004. Yeah. Matt yeah. sounds like a real Adam right now. Ooh. I'm glad that we built this country Matt, the Matt way we have. Matt would love Adam. Yeah, he would definitely hate Lana. So I'm glad that we're having him watch don't this episode. Don't we all hate Lana at this point? No, I don't hate Lana this episode. In fact, I hate Clark this episode. Yeah, we sure do. <laughs> also, Lana's quick recovery. We're going to have to talk about that. Um, she had a shattered leg. Four places. I brought this up. She would be in a crutch wheelchair scenario for at least six months. I mean, unless there was, was there a time She's gap? walking pretty good. There's no way. The Chloe Chronicles didn't say that there was. Was there a time gap? Let's see. Um, I don't. It's uh, aired. Oh, it's like it's like Game of Thrones with time caps every episode. I wish there was a ten year gap. That would be great if somehow there was a jump, maybe into the future. The only thing oh, we've got. Well, you could watch the Superman movie and be like, oh, we got a big time gap right now. No, in between I'll, seasons, only a week apart in release. So that means that it's going to be a week apart for the storyline as well. I would assume so. All right, so because if you don't see that break, because they follow those breaks usually with the timeline. Lana's really good at rehab then, huh? Adam and no, her no, no, putting Adam. in that extra hours. Putting in that extra meat, bro. What? What? <laughs> That's what we call working hard on the farm. Yeah. Cooking some extra meat. No, I know. She, she misses, doesn't work on the farm. She misses the farm boy, though, so she had to get the work in. Does, the, she, does she miss the farm boy? Well, the farm. Okay, she probably does miss the farm. <laughs> she can just barge in anytime she wants. But yeah, we get a new power with Clark today. We're going to get a lot of, we're going to dissect this episode because we have Matt here and of course the two nerds back for another week of this wonderful ride. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm so excited for this episode. Clark is so awesome. Just remember to whisper. Oh, yeah. We're going to start off strong. We're at the jewelry store. <laughs> We're starting the, off strong. The Smallville Jewelers. Clark is looking through the window. Who do you think he's shopping for? I think he's shopping for maybe Lana. Maybe he's looking at wedding rings at this point. Maybe he's just make-believing. But instead, his mom's birthday. This is inappropriate now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Do, we do? do you buy do you your mom jewelry? Never have. Have you ever, ever done that? I don't think I've ever done that. I think maybe I bought my mom a charm from James Avery is what the most I've done when it comes to jewelry. But I'm certainly not going to go into a fancy jewelry store looking at necklaces. <laughs> what the hell is this, Clark? Yeah, you buy jewelry for sex, not for love. Uh, yes, you would think Jonathan would be doing this. 
Also, I think it's inappropriate that Lana then walks up to Clark while he is shopping. Oh, maybe she thinks he's getting something for her. No, he. she thinks that he is getting something for somebody else. Oh. And that's why she is questioning him Oh, and already. she's just staring at him? Yes. Like, what are you getting? Who's that for? Exactly. <laughs> no, crossing the line from both of them. And also, going back to your point, Joseph, mm-hmm. um, the taste of hospital jello is finally getting out of my mouth. You were there for a week. Also, yeah. it's, I want to add to that. This also came after she met some guy named Adam. That's yeah. right. So she meets a guy named Adam in physical therapy, and all of a sudden she has a taste of hospital jello in her mouth she can't get rid of. Ooh. I don't think that was hospital jello. <laughs> and to your it point. It sounds like Adam needs to see a urologist. <laughs> <laughs> he was dehydrated last episode. He's having like IVs in no explanation. He's like, I just get dehydrated from time to time. He's sitting in a hospital bed she with an IV in his go and visit him. So yeah. that would mean that she's been there quite a bit. Dude. She left him. She left him dry. She's like out. feeding him and then feeding herself. <laughs> something. It's obviously not the jello. I think she's swallowing something else. <laughs> no. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, brother. Lana, of course, just saying her legs feeling better. Clark is. He doesn't look very happy that it is. <laughs> it's because she still reminds him every time in her like because they have a weird communication where they both able to understand what they're thinking, and she's think she's thinking right now. Remember that killer horse that you caused me to then break my leg? Clark then looks down saying, I remember the killer horse. This is all my fault. Well, and the horse is a symbol of a nightmare too. So going back to Lex Luthor's you know, MK Ultra, he had some strange nightmare and now he doesn't remember who he is. He got kicked by a horse. It's all part of it. Dude, there it is because we're he gonna was, unravel this. Lex right was here. the one that actually threw Lana in there. So Matt, you are tying a lot of things together here. Ultra. He didn't even watch the episode. He's, this is crazy. That's why we brought him on, though. He is a certified doctor. <laughs> I, I do love all the outfits in this show too. Like you know, here in Texas, it's only seventy-five. And this is a real, like, you know, cozy, comfortable mood in the show. Oh, dude. All the flannel, Kansas. the nice jackets. Dude, that's all they're yeah. ever yeah. wearing, man. in the morning. I'm like, bro. I like it. And I see, like, fog coming out of their mouth. I'm like, bro. I you got, even I... see it coming from the street. And you don't <laughs> know why that's there. All that sewage is just getting roasted down there. <laughs> but so Lana leaves. It's a very awkward combo. They, they leave. It's an awkward goodbye. Not even the classic turnaround. Let me look at you one last time. We have, I this guess... This guy has great hair, too, by the way. That <laughs> we, flow he has going on. Oh, my... Oh, the, yeah, the kid? Yeah, yeah great he's, hair. He's got some locks. Nathan. Um, Nathan, yes. We get introduced to Nathan, and I guess... Is this his dad? Uncle? It's, it's not, because it's... I can't remember Nathan's a last boss? name, but Me- it's bit, different. Mentor from the Big Brother Club. Who <laughs> was actually a bad influence on him. It's his big brother. <laughs> Sadly, I think this is his co-worker. Oh, and they're course. co-worker buddies. And that's the only reason why they've come up with a plan together for a smash and grab. Yeah, because we, we know later they're, they're part of the tow truck thing. So I think they obviously work together or something. But yeah, so we get introduced to Nathan and this other guy who looks like they're about to pull off, like I guess, a crime, a heist. And they're going in the jewelry store. But one of the guys who's left in the car, the getaway driver, put some things in his ears. So it's like, oh, what's about to happen here? Am I going to get Shriek? Oh, my God. Shriek, oh, my dude. God. No, Shriek, not Shriek. <laughs> and of course, Clark's still shopping. He's like, you got anything with less numbers on it? <laughs> like, dude, you cheap bastard. You are John's son, dude. Are you looking at diamond earrings for your mother? He's trying, I don't know, something's weird going on with him. Just go to Kohl's. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, I don't understand what he is doing here, and I just love the insult, though, of, 
oh, you can't afford anything, kid. I have some costume jewelry for you. They're yeah, plastic. I, I just got it from China last week. <laughs> yeah, let me look at the shit the little kids made over there overseas. <laughs> look at this pretty rock that seems to be everywhere in this town. Oh so this my is God. made by So children. yeah, just know this is... Yeah, this is the costume jewelry. Yeah, yeah this is the chocolate. It's like a rare stone. And of course, he's like straight from outer space. And obviously, it's meteor rock. It's kryptonite. Clark starts feeling woozy. He starts and he's, like, ed- he's, he's edging right there. Yeah, he's not feeling he's woozy. Yeah. He's trying not to bust. Oh, edging. It's like that Dark Knight scene. With, oh, uh, my gosh. She's in the, lo- in the courtroom. Yeah, that one's absurd. <laughs> but then we get Nathan, who's like doing some weird action with his throat, because he's in the store, too. It's like, Does your Adam Apple not go up and down about Dude. a million miles an hour? Yeah, he's making he some it. weird, like... I don't even like a machine sound almost. It's like like a super soaker pumping, and then in order to like just shoot out a shit ton of air through your lips, that then jiggles. That's what I'm thinking. Is it like the whistle through the teeth? Or it doesn't make any sense. Or is he grinding the teeth? Like we don't know because he's just like just the bottom quivering. Whenever my wife gets off work today, until I have something I try out on her after watching this episode. (laughs) Yeah, brother. Also, that's a good marriage with this plan, guys. If Nathan is able to do that with his mouth, and now everybody is crawling down to the ground, covering their ears, and all the glass shatters in the jewelry store, can't the burglar then just pick up the jewelry and walk out instead of bringing a gun into the situation? Yeah, that's everybody a robbery now. They're already on the ground. Yeah, Why don't you like just everyone's take like it? ears that's are bleeding? A, that's a difference in 15 years too. No gun, it's just robbery. Look. That's like three years in prison. You bring a gun, that's armed robbery. Yes, that's armed robbery I, for real. That's an extra 10 years in jail. Is. Now, let's get to a part that really doesn't make sense. So... As Clark is like, obviously his ears are hurting. He's seeing the guy with the gun, and things are getting blasted on. And the rock, the jewel, the jewel Damn, he with hits the, the gun directly with the, too. What with the kryptonite, the earring. Yeah, the is it an earring? Yeah, it's an earring. The so it has jewelry. the kryptonite. He heat visions, and it manages to get it in the way to where it reflects his heat vision back to his eyes, where it's like it burned the retinas. It was the green kryptonite from the earring rock. The heat vision going through it that enhanced the kryptonite, blinding Clark, causing, you could say, a wall to now go over where now he can no longer see. Lana was no longer even affected by the scream whatsoever. She just knew Clark well, she was walked in there. In, yeah, she walked in late because she, I think she heard the shit breaking or whatever. I mean, she was like so down the street like a, all the way. It wasn't like that a point point. Yeah. that hit him in the eye? That's what I thought. What? I thought like a piece of it hit him in the That's eye. That's Dude, when I was re-watching, I was like, I thought this happened differently. I thought literally he got meteor fragment in his eyes yeah. from what I could remember. But. Oh, you didn't think that somebody just put a glare in his eyes? <laughs> that's what it seems like. You, yeah. didn't, you didn't think that that's what happened? Because that is what happened the with glare. the glare. It's, it's, it seems like it kryptonite. Now, now that you were like that, I thought it was like a particle of it, you know, like shrapnel. Yeah, like really small, like microscopic, maybe. I don't yeah. know, but obviously it burned the retinas. Like he, he literally went blind. Lana's walking in like, Clark, you good? Like, no, Lana, I can't see. <laughs> and now we get to the best part because now Clark is kind of turned into Ron Burgundy from Anchorman 2 <laughs> when he went blind. And I don't know who's worse, Ron or Clark. It's definitely Clark in this <laughs> scene because as he's sitting down on the couch, okay, is his, are his muscles tense? It, did he have some type a fall because for some reason he's shaking when he's sitting down with his arms and everything what am i missing <laughs> no you're not missing anything what is he doing <laughs> man and of course they're trying to talk to the side like john and martha like as if he can't yeah, hear. yeah. <laughs> like 
I don't know what we're going to do. Our sons are crippled now. What I just love, though, is that it really is kind of Jonathan not wanting to worry about it, just saying these type of things have happened before. It looks like that the retinas in his eyes have been burned. I'm sure we're just going to have to wait. And Martha says, John, we went to the hospital and you didn't help at all because you handcuffed the doctor. What happened to your son? We don't know. So can we get some blood? No. Can we test your son's bit? No. So what can we do? No. I think it's the right decision. He's Superman. It's like, what, is some some dumb doctor going to fix him up? You're right, Matt. So why are we taking him to the hospital? To begin with, yeah. (laughs) That's true. Why are we doing this thing? Because we've had trouble with doctors. Child neglect then, you know. You you have to at least show the illusion that you're helping him by taking him to the hospital. It's like, we took him to the hospital. We couldn't do anything. And everyone knows the Kent, so they start seeing Clark walking around blind. They're like... What happened to this kid? Did you take him to the doctor? <laughs> yeah, yeah did. we did. <laughs> nope. <laughs> we left him at home. Well, and you just even said it, Joseph. They have trusted a doctor before. And that did not turn out well. And that's what John now is throwing in Martha's face saying, look, see what happened with Helen? That could happen again. Martha is freaking out. She is really concerned that something serious has happened to Clark and that this may be permanent. But Jonathan then says, we don't even know. Keep it down. And now Clark. Dude. He decides. Why does he look like he just got maced for like the past 12 hours? He looks like he just climbed out of a trench in 1916. <laughs> yes. He's like a little malnourished, Gosh. like just depressed, no sleep. Like he looked like. Just shell-shocked. Yeah, shell-shocked. Hey, for real. Uh, guys, don't, don't I get a say? He's Tiny Tim now from yeah. Christmas Carol. Of course you do, Clark. We love you. <laughs> He's like, I think, you know, we just, it's not really a, ma- a question of, you know, when. It's going to be just, you know, a matter of, uh, I got, this is my life now. There's a lot of people that live with disabilities. <laughs> Sweetheart, this could be permanent. I would, I would just be crying if I was <laughs> all of a sudden blind. <laughs> I would not be like, a lot of people are blind. I guess I'll be blind too. But it's he's like, like smiling as if this is like a, a, a oh, getting over thing. It's, it's like, like he's this... having an epiphany. Yeah, it's weird. Like he's he's reached some level of life that he's just transcended to, and it's like, wow, I get it now. Maybe he's excited to disabled for the attention he's about to get to. <laughs> he's like, I want the attention. Oh no, dude, I'd be right there with you. But he actually hates the attention, especially from the girl he loves. Hold on, I'm actually gonna go with Matt's theory on this <laughs> because Clark does mention to his parents. What's the worst thing that could happen? That I could maybe walk through a wall at school? But what we do find out after Clark's little weird disabled joke there is that they then go to the high school and Matt, you just said that he'd be doing it for attention and what does he say to Pete? Puts on some glasses, like, everyone's looking up, Pete. <laughs> Everyone's staring, right? Look at his smile. He's so happy. <laughs> he's just smirking. He's smirking down the hall. I mean, honestly, it looks hilarious. So you, also, saw, like you this... saw the tall, handsome farm boys all of a sudden coming in, going Ray Charles on us. Yeah, I, yeah. I'd laugh a little bit, maybe. He's playing the piano in the next scene. <laughs> he's joined band all of a sudden. He's good at it. Why? Why don't we just, you know, wait before we go to class? Why are we not taking days off of school? Why don't we just said we had eye surgery just or something? Back up, dude. Like, also, I don't understand his Ray Bans. Also, this is a million you know, dollar production, probably. Like this is WB. <laughs> this isn't, you know, like a straight to streaming movie or straight to what? straight to video movie. These aren't even real Ray Bans. These are like fake plastic ones that That's you get true. at a you... college apartment complex. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. Get the man some real Ray Bans. Hold on, hold on. You're you know, trying the, to tell me that Kent's can't afford Ray-Bans? Dude. Real Ray-Bans? You both are crazy. He barely could afford the fake jewelry. He wears the same <laughs> clothes every week. 
That's a good point. <laughs> All right, but I do love that whenever Clark and Pete walk down the hallway, they walk up to Clark's locker, and Pete says, "Don't worry, man. I've been breaking in your locker since the third grade." <laughs> yeah, that's weird. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know if that it's Clark. Is that funny? Is that I don't a funny know joke? What? Oh, so that's where all my shit goes missing. <laughs> Thanks, Pete. Pete then helps Clark by putting his hand on the books. I don't know how Clark is going to be able to read those because they're not in Braille, right? <laughs> now, you know, let me get your books, Clark. You'll need these for later. Damn, he needs whole new books. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and Pete even mentions here, though, hey, lucky for you, the guy who committed the crime at the store is landed on my mom's radar, so Judge Ross is going to have her on the calendar. Law and like, order, oh. baby. Law and order. Law and order. I'm like, wow, so we get official confirmation. Here we go, Taylor. Are okay. You ready? Are you ready? Yeah, I'm, I need the audience to listen to this right now. Everybody pay attention to the next 10 seconds. Go. So, Taylor was right. Oh! Judge Ross was, in fact, Pete's parent. I just couldn't believe that. I thought it was maybe a relative, like a sister or a brother of the family. But no, it's his mom. And now it really doesn't make sense how Pete is not looking rich all the time. But remember, he always gets a new car every month. He has a great he's, jacket on He's right got now the too. vintage cars. He actually has pretty cool clothes. And he's actually quite popular, too. Now, oh, that would even explain <laughs> the ending. So now we're connecting a lot of dots of how Pete knows everybody and how everyone's friends with Pete. They only like him because he's rich. <laughs> oh. So you're saying it's a class issue then is what you're saying. Seems like it's a class <laughs> issue, yeah. And the, and the dirt bikes? Nope. And the dirt bikes would have been Pete's. It was both. Both are Pete's. He yeah. was like, Clark, come on, take the other one. <laughs> it's probably Dude. just a summer you present. You know, Clark couldn't afford it. John only spent on his bike. Yeah, I know, but Clark then takes that too and probably destroyed <laughs> that while he was in Metropolis. Thanks, Cal. Here you go, Jonathan Kent. He just threw the bike at somebody, probably. <laughs> I, I also, let's get into Lana, stop walking up to Clark. Yeah, actually, how are you walking up to Clark because your leg was broken in four pieces from the horse two episodes ago? Killer horse. Killer horse. <laughs> you, were on, you were on a cane last time. I don't know. It's only been two weeks, bro. So Lana basically offers help to Clark. He drops his books because he's an idiot now after being blind. And he's like, you know what, Lana? Just because, you know, I'm blind doesn't mean that things have changed between us. You know, you don't have to, you know, feel sorry for me or help me out. After they do a little weird hand touching, too. He's like, stop he's like touching your thumb. He's yeah. not even her hand. He's just gently holding he's like, her he's, thumb. He's already he's just going like back and forth with his hand on her thumb. He's, he's giving the old back and forth. He's trying to do the blind person thing where he has to feel the hands. And he's like, he starts feeling her face. He's like, <laughs> what is he doing? He's like, wow, this is second base, huh, Lana? Uh, Clark, I'm just trying to help you, but I guess that was a mistake. Go to hell. Yeah, he's like, I won't do that again. And of course, Pete's like, um, Clark, you're kind of a moron. <laughs> Pete's like, this is awkward. Why did you do that? I yeah. was trying to help. Obviously, whenever people you got say... corduroy jacket? I know it's a nice jacket. It's like wool line, too. What? Guys, he's rich. We just covered this. Damn, bro. That's probably a $175 jacket. Yeah, he's able to cover that. Which is like $27 in 2004. But Let's get to the new power. So, yeah, we finally are getting glimpses of the new power here. We're starting to hear everything. As Pete's clicking the lock, opening it up. So loud. It's like Daredevil. Yeah, sounds loud. Sounds like a clock ticking, really, like a loud one. And there's, and a, and there's a big fat person walking down the hallway. Just <laughs> he's hearing the giant footsteps. his brains. <laughs> just giant footsteps. He's hearing zippers. He's hearing everything. It's like almost a Spider-Man scene, too. Sorry to mention Marvel, but 
Man, you that's know. two Marvel references. We Toby. can't do this. I know, it's true. I was going to reference Ben Affleck, Daredevil, because it ties into DC. Danny's Come blind. Yeah. That'd be a great joke for a blind person. You know, whenever there's some fat person walking out, they just start going, oh, in their ears. <laughs> My ears! Oh! God, who is that? And so, and so, yeah, Clark is freaking out, and Pete, Pete is like, dude, what's wrong? He's like, I don't know. I have, like, so much noise. You don't hear all that? He's like, nah. But... He's actually eavesdropping now on a whole conversation happening like damn near half the building away. Through a wall, by the way. How is he even able to pick up this conversation specifically? I do want to say, and I'm going to ask you this, Joseph. All right. Is it because Chloe's voice is a, is kind of like a calming sensation of Clark? And that is why he was seeking something that was going to make him relax. And that was the voice he was able to find. No. What do you mean, no? How else because is he specifically those, listening to her? If all those loud noises are happening up close to him, that means he's for sure hearing shit that's far away. I know he'd be hearing other people's conversations. Why is it specifically hers? It's well, okay, I'll give you this. If anything, he recognized the voice and was like, oh, I think this is Chloe. And he started to maybe focus a bit. Because it's sexy. I'll get, <laughs> yes. No, I think he was because he heard Lionel. He's like, that's not what he said. <laughs> I hate this guy. Let me hear what he has to say. But with but the phone call. The eavesdropping, the phone call is really about Lionel and Chloe's pretty much their pre-agreement of how Lionel had her for the Daily Planet column, but she needs to start doing more research on Clark. So she's he's asking for more, and Chloe's like, no, I don't have anything new. I'm not going to get anything. He's my friend. I'm not doing that. It's like, do I need to remind you that uh, you were making such good progress? And I would hate to rip that all the way. And it's like, okay, Lionel, of course, back again this week to be a big piece of shit. Because last week, I don't know if he can ever top that. I think he probably will. But Well, and when Lionel is questioning the reason why he's asking Chloe, why don't you have something new, is that he tied into the incident at the jewelry store saying that whenever Nathan came in and did his screech, that everybody sustained a hearing issue. Clark sustained blindness. So how does that work? Yeah, so it's kind of a cool thing he put together. Is like, oh, Clark was there, but he didn't have ear problems? Interesting. He's blind. <laughs> is he blind, Miss Sullivan? Um, I don't already, connect those dots. Yeah, and we already got the hint last episode. Lionel's been spying on Clark. He's got the security footage. He knows he has a secret. And, of course, what does is, what is he even mention, too, about Lex? Well, she, he mentions to her... Stay away from Lex right now. He's a little fragile. He's just on a shell of himself on the outside, but on the inside, he's still a person in pain. Yeah. And that is why with Chloe saying, oh, you mean whatever's left of the guy? And Lionel then says, I find that very offensive. I love him. He yeah. had serious problems. That is my son. He's going to have a great job here sharpening pencils. <laughs> oh, dope. Just, it's more like he said, leave him alone. He has his toothpaste. Yeah, he's, he's like, fine. Yeah, it's his little play place. Okay, I'm giving him a nice, sweet job. He's just going to be in the office sharpening pencils, nothing more. I gave him a Play-Doh play set. <laughs> yeah. What else does he want? Yeah, and so, of course, Clark is like, whoa. Whoa, take <laughs> me home, Pete, now! And then, of course, the bell rings, and that's when the convo's interrupted. He stops listening, and he's like, dude. What is happening? My man's is going nuts. He's like, dude, there's so much noise. And yeah, so Pete has to guide him through the hallway. And of course, we see that it's a student. Nathan what? is a student here. 
And of course, yeah, of course he's in. Of course he's a student. How is he a student? Of course he's a student. I yeah. thought he was working a full time job. That we find out as, as a tow truck driver too. Yeah, you don't. You sleep. have to get a license for that. Yeah. Oh no, no, they've been driving since freshman year. Okay. Oh, because they're on a farm or whatever. Dude, you can get driver's license. No, there's actually no legitimate reason why like there should be driving. There's like agriculture. No, 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 there, there is. Is there? Yeah. Like for know. whole vehicles well, though? Yeah, like, yeah. Automobiles? Yeah. You can get license at 14 if for if you work on agriculture. Or if Dude, you're part or, of or, an or, alternative or, or like, high school. Yeah, or you have to like drive a, <laughs> yeah. an older person around or something like that too, so you can run errands for them. Yeah, but you would have to get that type of permission. That would have sure. to be obviously approved. The people in this town are not helping old people. They're murdering old people, I but they're so. not going to be helping well, did them. Did you see the sign on the wall in the high school? It said, join the murder. Let's go crows. <laughs> <laughs> it's all just subliminal messaging in this high school. You know? It really is. And well, AHS would only do that. that I was going to say, only at a troubled so school they the, would they be doing anything. Are they the scarecrows or the crows? They're just they're the, the crows. crows. <laughs> It's tough. <laughs> it's a terrible mascot. Get called. <laughs> and yeah, so we noticed that Nathan That's is their a student. Mascot. Join the murder, Kakal. Dude, dude, remember the mascot episode? My God, it was some ugly girl. She ends up being hot. And she starts killing dudes. Oh, really? It was dope. Hmm. Isn't that what everyone does? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So yeah, Nathan sees Clark and Pete walk out, and so we get a glimpse that Nathan's a student. We go back to the farm, and of course. Uh, Clark is telling his parents about the whole thing that happened. It's like, I can't do x-ray, I can't do everything. Maybe since, you know, all of those are gone, my hearing's just been amplified. And Martha even mentions, maybe your body is trying to compensate for these things. I just hope that it goes away soon. Clark, you're acting like a bitch. <laughs> Dude, honestly, bro, if that was the case, like, if he's hearing such things like that, bro, I'd be trying to utilize this. Like, I wouldn't even be freaking out that much. Um, we've already what been- What would you use it for? Like, if you had supersonic hearing, what would you try to go hear, you know? What would you try to be listening to? Oh, I would be listening to everything, bro. Well, for yeah. example, Definitely Chloe. I was going to say, combo. now that you know little tidbits of what people, even Lex, when Lex is on the phone and you decide not to trust him, remember when he just says, oh, Clark, I got to go. Now you can really figure these things out. Clark has a step once again on everybody. And, and if anything, this would help him with like guiding himself everywhere, you know? Maybe like, it'll help him with the women. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm, I'm ready for the scene where he's just sitting outside the women's <laughs> locker room. Oh and they're like, Clark, what are you doing out here? It's like, I'm lost. Yeah, yeah. I'm what blind. Are you? He's like, he comes out of focus because he was hearing like yeah, something yeah. else. He's like, what? Oh, is this not my class? <laughs> just the snap of sweatpants. <laughs> Just sitting outside. <laughs> and so, yeah, so basically, yeah. Clark just now trying mentions, to... I did hear now the conversation with Chloe and Lionel. Oh, yeah, that turned some heads, man. Yes. Because they're like, what? What do you mean? It's like, they must have been on the phone. They were talking about me. And, of course, anytime we hear about Lionel involved with Clark at all, it's a no-go. No one likes that. Oh, by the way, mom and dad, I don't think it was the first time either. No one can hear us talking right now. Hey, guys! Lex just walks in. Dude. He just heard everything that you just said, right? You said, Le you said Lionel and Chloe? <laughs> what? <laughs> Walked up, and yeah, Lex is back. Maybe he has supersonic hearing, too. No, dude, he has white, high white blood cell count. Uh, okay. Guys, yeah. MK Ultra, we've been through this. <laughs> Matt, I had you on the show to explain this because maybe it affects your hearing, too. I don't know. <laughs> we have re rehabilitated Lex walking in. 
It feels eerie still, like, around him. Do you not get that feeling when, like, he's talking now? It's is like, it the big black cloak that gives it no, away? No, he that always wears, wears that. It always seems pretty that. bigger now. Like, Maybe it goes so. to his ankles. I don't know. <laughs> the, the maroon seems a little off-putting, you know? He usually wears dark colors. But... <laughs> this is such a weird scene. Come on, Lex. Don't look at me like I'm disabled right now. Yeah, I can feel your, can feel your stare at me. It's like, come on. You don't like the Ray-Bans? <laughs> I'm still the same old Clark. Um, <laughs> ophthalmologist. We're talking about top ophthalmologist. And he's like, Clark, I can call one right away. He's like, nah, man. Look, this isn't a problem to be solved. This is my life now, Lex. Okay? So get the hell out. I'm disabled. I'm it's, blind. It's very, like, Old Testament-y, you know? It's yeah. like, oh, I yeah. help. It's like, no, I'm going to leave it to God. Don't get me God started on that, bro. This man is so old school. It's disgusting for a 16, 17, 16? Yeah, no, right now? Yeah, he's, 17. He's 17. Dude, he doesn't make offense. So uh, he acts born, like he's born 80. Born in 87, not 1087. Well, actually, I don't think he's 17 yet. I think he turned 17 in a couple months. So wait, when it comes to Lana's birthday cake, where they finally were able to make out, was that 16th birthday, 17th birthday? I think that was his 16th, but that was last year. Like, last May. They're, they're going to give us another birthday episode. Remember, Lana's leg healed in a week, not in six <laughs> months like a normal person. That's probably what's confusing us right now. Yeah. I'm going to say 16 still. Yeah. So 16 now, going to turn 17. But what I love is that Clark even tells Lex, come on, man, I can hear it in your voice. You're just looking at me like I'm not a normal person. I really would not like to focus on this, Lex. So can we talk about something else? You know, Clark, back in the day when I had to overcome my own demons, I decided to get some help. And I decided to put all the things in the past and to work with my daddy. Gotta prove my worth. That's how I got over it. And I'm bald, so I'm pretty much better than everyone. Um, Lex saying that I got over it by returning to Luther Court and offering my father's approval back. I, this is weird and disgusting. How is that overcoming your demons? Lionel has always been the asshole, the villain to you your entire life. And you're saying, I had to overcome my demons by now joining him. Because it's weird. I don't know, man. It's like Lex is... It feels like I don't believe what he's doing. Like, maybe he has... Yeah, it's plotting. too much. It's like he's plotting or something. I don't know. It just does... It feels off. We both but, hope he is plotting. I think it's the problem. Yeah. I think it's another personality. He just... He took way too much LSD. See, I think... They, get, they gave him a lot of drugs. And maybe they put LSD into the alcohol. That could have been it more Man, than anything. Man, we're seeing unicorns, bro. Pink rainbows. Would, no would wonder they would don't make believe him. Out of his that would also make sense on why they did not believe him with Clark being able to stop the car and destroying it. Because they're like, this man is on LSD. It's like, uh, we put LSD in your stuff, so you're, you're definitely making sure. We're trying to up. create a new personality for you. Yeah. Clark so, does mention now to Lex, Lex, do you even think that that job offer was real from your dad? Clark, why would you say such a thing? My daddy loves me. You know something I don't? It's like, well, look, I heard that the job offer's a scam and that it's not really going to do anything for you. He's just going to have you sharpening pencils. Well, I do love, he goes, what, so you think I'm going to twiddle my thumbs? No, his exact words were sharpening pencils. At Lex, least that's more productive than twiddling your thumbs, you know? But Lex that's looks true. at Clark, and the reason why I love that... My, his exact words, why would you say this, Clark? Because then he's going to dig. Well, actually, I thought that he, Lex goes, that's exactly something that my father would say. Because he wouldn't say mm. twiddling thumbs, he wouldn't say wasting time. He would say sharpening pencils. 
and maybe he has said that about an employee before. Yeah. He's looking, he's like, that's my dad's old saying. Exactly. That's what I got out of his look to Clark. <laughs> it's like, damn, you got my Exactly. <laughs> you know, one thing about this show that kind of confused me is that nobody just like keeps things to themselves, you know? No. If we I, have to tell everyone. You have to everyone. tell everybody about everything. Like, for example, like if I heard my friend's dad was giving him a fake job, like, that's not my business. Fine. Right. He can work the fake like, job. Like, wouldn't you be more concerned maybe, about the Chloe and you thing? Yeah. Like, and maybe by learning how to, you know, sh- maybe sharpening pencils is a metaphor. He learns how to do invoices and then can do the next thing. Maybe it's not my, my business at all. Everything in this episode is, I heard this thing. I got to go tell everybody about it's it. It's so true, though. And you know that. Are you trying to say that they jump to conclusions no, too no, no, fast, no. Matt? No. That does not sound like Smallville to me. I'm not saying that. It's I'm true. saying that. They just got to tell everybody everything. It's no, he's being sarcastic. Because, I know. Dude, it's, yeah, no, it's no, it's exactly what it is. Because Clark, that's why we have nominated him in the past as the villain. Dude, he's a Lana, gossip girl. Lana got kissed by Clark for the first time. She was bragging about it to everyone. She bragged about her love letters at the cemetery. Uh, yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> also, Lex was telling a secret to the inmates. And all of the sheriffs and deputies know that this is Clark's town. That's right. So that's not even a secret that he saves the day, because everyone knows! Clark's the sheriff in this town. He's actually the full authority, so... What um, we do get now at the Kent house is that Martha and John are talking, and Clark is, of course, <laughs> eavesdropping. That was a good listen there. Through the house, through the drywall, through the framing, <laughs> across the street. He's getting better. He's getting good at it. He's getting good. I like that John walks in the house going, Martha, I'm so tired. I just need to, I need to take a breath. I'm good. He's like, you know, you need help. We're barely making ends yeah, meet. You need to doing? hire someone. Dude. Hold on. They're hold, always hold. doing something. Is he farming? What's making him so exhausted? Guys, we, we, have, we have other problems to talk about. So, Lex was able to help them with the farm. That's right. In order to get them back on their feet so we could say that they started out back to even. How are they once again in the hole? How are they once again well, I behind? I say in the hole, she does say we're barely making, or we're making ends meet. You need to hire someone to help you so you can get more he production. Says barely. Yeah. So what do you mean we need barely? Another, we need another Earl. No, Martha needs to get back in the kitchen and make her damn pies. We need some more goods, woman. Is she working? She was working for Lionel at one point. Until was, he gave was... her a watch. Yeah, he's, he's a weirdo. <laughs> well, it was a, I want to have sex with you watch. So I don't Pretty know much. if it's that big of a weird move to make. I do want to, though, say John says no. I'm fine. I can do this all myself. Martha, don't you dare think about hiring anybody. But Martha is standing by this saying, you can't even catch your breath I haven't right seen now. A, this Martha in a while. She, really putting her foot down, you know? You know what, Martha? What are you even doing over there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Telling me I need to work less? What are you doing? Maybe you should work, Martha. And Martha, though, is telling John, you know what I'm doing? I'm looking for special teachers for Clark. Martha, it's been a fucking day. Uh, well, I mean, he would he wouldn't need a He's special Superman. Teacher. I bet he'll figure it out. <laughs> and you know what? Clark's just listening over in the bar, and he's just like, "Damn it, we're poor again." I just like what a bad time to lose my eyes. Well, how long are we gonna wait, Jonathan? Until when? Until his life has changed, and so has yours. Yeah, yours. Your life is changing, and uh, so is his. Y'all need to learn to stop being Superman. 
and get help when you need it. And Clark looks kind of like one of the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park too. And he listens. He's like, oh. <laughs> he's like making the t- turn yeah, like yeah. a dog. He's like, huh? tree, huh? poor, <laughs> help. No new jackets. <laughs> no new flannels. The loft is sick though. I, I wish burnt, I, would I burned two of my jackets. I've wrecked the car like three times. Martha's saying you cannot do it alone, but you have to be able to. Learn to ask for help because, John, you're old and worthless. Honestly. She then walks away extremely mad. John is left dumbstruck going, <laughs> damn it, I'm sleeping on the couch. He should sell that telescope, too. He's blind. He has no use for it anymore. Help mm. the family out. Clark would be using that. Oh, well, that's true. Yeah, Clark yeah, he's can't blind use it now. He <laughs> so what's he going to be looking at? Put his ear against it? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe uh, I can hear even more super. <laughs> I can hear the stars. <laughs> so I guess Lex Luthor's a weeb with this katanas in the back. Back, you know no those are guys no no no. he is thank you for saying that because dude other times like maybe three times that lexus had servants dressed like that and they're asian people he's a weeb he's weird bro he's and he weeb, has dude. the katanas on the wall and but he still has like white and black bodyguards like in suits so i'm still confused they only bring tea I, I don't understand this scene because Lana decides to walk into the Lex mansion and then tell him, hey, so it looks like my insurance doesn't have to pay for my medical bills because it's already been covered. Does somebody have any explaining to do? Well, it was my fault. I was the one that threw you into the killer horse stall and you were then trampled. So I feel a little responsible. You know, Lex, I don't need these grand gestures. You could have just stopped by the talent in order to say hello. The bullshit, dude. No, I'm sorry. I'm not I'm not gonna be accepting a hello from crazy man pushing me into the horse. Grand gestures though, come on, Lana. You know that's my style. Plus, I'm sure Clark has been around in order to look after you right now. You don't need me. Actually, he has not been around. We decided in order to stop hurting each other, we decided to stop seeing each other at all. Lex goes. Yeah, um, I'm sure with his new reality, though, of being blind, he could really use your help. He needs some pussy. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, come on, Lana. I I did the same thing with my father when he was blind. They need us. You know what? I don't think my presence is going to be able to raise his spirits. Hey, Lana, you came in here wanting to talk about how you were thankful that I was paying for your medical bills. It's funny that you decided to just use the coffee shop in order to pay for gift baskets for a guy named Adam. Yeah. Uh, who's uh, Adam? That's the man filling her mouth up with hospital jello, you know? That's right. That's right. Uh, why are you looking at the talent bills? I'm gonna pay it back, Lex! It's just gift baskets. <laughs> yeah, um, the, Lana? You spent $2,000 on <laughs> gift baskets, Lana. And here's the other problem I have. Why did he say baskets yeah Yeah, um, multiple why is that not singular why is that plural it's like also they say like it's a boy you know (laughs) and you know it's only been a week right since they were in the hospital the first time she did bring that one gift basket but you think he finished that and uh, ask for another in one week bro not possible if he's in the hospital that much for being dehydrated he is the biggest liar i've ever met lana these are red flags no she loves red flags the redder the better i can save him <laughs> yeah. yes that's always what it is <laughs> I, I can, can fix him, him. yeah he's fine yeah he's good mom yeah too bad she doesn't have a mom yeah yep. she's dead <laughs> you know you still haven't answered my question though lana of who adam is 
So he's a friend. He's a friend in physical therapy. <laughs> I met him. He oh, must yeah, be phys- some physical therapy. That's right. PT, baby. Yeah. He must have made quite the impression on you. Oh, well, he did. Giggle. Don't be a stranger, Lex. And she decides to leave. Lex then goes back to looking at the town sheet saying, I love high school gossip. And now we yeah, cut back it's like, to Lex the... is supposed to be like 22, He's 23 years old. supposed to be past this. Like, really? He, yes, and he calls all these people his friends. He calls all these people his friends. Lana and him are business partners. 50-50. It's not friends. Clark is literally his friend. That's hey, his little brother. You want to get to your slutty bug here? Matt of Chloe pulling up in her red little buggy. Oh, I'm ready for it, <laughs> dude. Yeah, we have Chloe here pulling. What up. is he doing right now? Yeah, <laughs> we need to understand what Clark's doing here because we're back in the barn. Circle. Last time we saw him, he was wearing a red flannel. He was up at the top, eavesdropping on his parents. Now we're back downstairs, completely new outfit of the barn, and he's not—he's just standing there. He's not—he's not—he's not even at the desk or counter. And and I thought maybe he was waiting on Chloe because he called her, but no, no, he didn't call her. It's so what is he standing there for? What is he doing? Chloe walks in and is just like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> like the way she walks, I'm like, "Okay, yeah, sorry, Clark, I haven't been able to come see you, but blah blah blah." I was like, uh, "Come on, you need to come out all the way over here to check out some blind guy." You're right, because I don't care. I actually came looking for Pete. <laughs> I'm actually on a mission. Uh, where's Pete at? Uh, Did Joseph- you go to his house? Yeah. Why? I mean. All right. I so I do have a problem here, guys, because I need somebody to answer something about my woman. Now, this has been nine years of her on a torch. Now, she said she is looking for Pete. For what reason? The Daily Planet article is what she says she needs Pete to help her out with. What is that article about that she needs Pete for? When I heard that too, I was like, is she digging for more Clark info? Is that what you think this is? That she is going desperate mode with this? That's Okay, I put in my notes, I go, that was one theory. My other theory was it was a dating article. And she needed his opinion. Pete's on a dry spell, dude. Are we sure? Not after this. Actually, maybe he's been booed up. We haven't seen him We haven't, yeah. He's like, forget Clark, I want this girl. Yeah, see? He's not gay anymore, good for him. But yes, Chloe is in telling Clark we were supposed to meet this morning, but he never showed up. Oh yeah, that's great! Is it that column that uh, Lionel Luther got you? What's that supposed to mean? Well, uh, I know you. Uh, I know y'all's little deal, how long you've been looking into my life! Now that I've lost my sight, things have become clear now. <laughs> God, I hate like these little sayings he's throwing out there. Except he stands in one place like he's he lost. He really is like, a, like an Abrahamic figure. Dude, you know? he's weirdly old school, bro. It's so like, strange. He's an Old Testament speaker of God. He's a prophet. He's an Old Testament prophet. <laughs> you should hear Lana sometimes. My goodness, she's talking like she's Lo- uh, Louise from back in the day. Yeah, but we all know through her family history, Lana is not the good girl whatsoever here. No, Lana's breaking the trend. No, she's not from the guys that she gets with. That's a lie. Dude, you can still be good with the bad guy. No, you can't. You got to give me an example of this. <laughs> yeah, I can't. <laughs> I can save him. Well, I think there's two things about Chloe. One, you know, you don't see women with these like pixie haircuts anymore. I kind of miss it. Yeah. yeah. Dude, honestly, yeah. And when then, you're watching this, she's like really pulling it off. It's yeah. Like, it's great. And then if you're a young man and you see a woman driving a convertible. You know, with that pixie haircut? If just driving convertible, convertible in general, that's a dirty woman. Mm. That's you true. She does, have, she does have a buggy convertible. Yeah. The VW bug is pretty cool. 
I think that we have ours all settled here. Chloe's the best. So sure. now, <laughs> so don't, but just don't trust women who drive convertibles, though. Oh. Don't trust 19-year-old girls who drive convertibles. <laughs> She's not 19. She has got to be 16, 16, 17. 16 to 20. Do we get a Chloe birthday episode? That would be amazing. I think eventually we do. Yes! I think eventually we do. I do want to mention, though, going back to what you said of Clark saying to Chloe, so how long have you, you and Lionel been spying on me? And she actually opens up. She's on it. She's like, since last spring. After Lex's wedding. After you saw me and Lana? Yeah, and he brings that up. He's Don't like, oh, tell so me that's what this is about. And even even she still admits She's so. up front. She's like, you know, he caught me at a really bad time in my life. I was angry, but uh, I haven't done anything. And so <laughs> Clark's face, dude, he just cracks me up, bro. He's so mad. And Well, he's like, what did you tell him? Your silence is deafening. Okay. Enough with these puns, bro. (laughs) He's so lame, dude. I just like that Chloe saying Your silence is deafening, (laughs) Chloe. Nothing. I was just trying to help you so then I can discover what exactly he had on you. Why have you been spying on me? No, that's not what I've been doing. I just want to figure out why is he so intrigued with you, a.k.a. I was spying. Yeah, I mean, this is where you messed up, Chloe. It's like you're trying to justify stuff. Yeah, you just and it's did like, it. do you, you wanted to spy on him. There's no way you're thinking, oh, yeah, let me let me see what Lionel has on Clark. Yeah. <laughs> Why is he asking me for more information if he doesn't know? Him? I don't want to know myself, I swear. What would he have? He has nothing. No, Lionel does have a little bit of things, I thought. Oh, the blind thing. Yeah. Remember in his office during the kidnapping and the kryptonite of the even the folder of them seeing what he was able to do because he burned it. And remember the ashes he was able to find. I think that Lionel has ideas. He's still not able to put it all together. And that's why he's wanting Chloe to do the dirty work. Yeah. I just also enjoy the fact that Clark is really holding this against Chloe. And Chloe is also not even trying to really defend it besides the one comment. She (laughs) is owning this. She is owning it. I'll give her that because she was actually completely honest with it pretty much. And of course, and yeah, I mean, they kind of, it's like, it's it's weird because to use that excuse too. He just caught me at a bad time. That's yeah. It's a classic excuse. But here's also the other issue I have with Chloe in this scene. Why don't you just tell him he threatened my family, Clark? He threatened everything that I love, so what am I supposed to do exactly when he's going to pretty much fire my father? Because he has said this to me, that he will ruin our lives. That is why. That's all Chloe has to say. Why oh, doesn't she, does, she say it? She does say it to him. She no. doesn't. What? Does yeah. she say it later? Play, no. Play the tape. Roll. She doesn't play the say tape. it. She just cries. You know, of course, she's like, I thought of anyone understood. It was going to be you. To make a bad decision in a moment of weakness, but I guess I was wrong. And she just leaves. She doesn't tell him. Yeah. He's like, man, I'm kind of a dick. <laughs> He's just sitting there. It's like, man, being blind's hard. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks when you can't see. It. Oh, my God. <laughs> man, if only I could stare at oh. Chloe's eyes oh, whenever we like, no, no, you got to see. Bro, this is... The funniest look, shit. Look outside, though, real quick. Dude, here. that we is see. the Kent farm, okay? This, oh, that's oh. his barn. The red in the background, that's Kent, his barn. Okay, Clark, we already we talked about. He moved from the telescope little window 
move down to the 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 first floor with Chloe when they had their combo. Now he's outside of the farm fence, like the entire house and land, sitting on the fence, looking funny as hell because he's blind. And of course, Pete pulls up. And Clark just, like, pretends to be blind here, like he has to, like, adjust himself on the fence and get down. I don't know. It just looks really fake. That he, It's like he's pretending to be. It's well, like he's on a tightrope. He's just sitting <laughs> on top of the fence. He's like, oh, 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 oh. The best part about it is how did he get up there? And he's so scared to get down like that. He has no idea how he's, like, where he's sitting. Yeah, it's like he's what magically, was like, d- dropped on top of the fence. Can you imagine him? Dro- I would want the scene of him getting up on the fence. <laughs> I would want... Is there a deletion? Okay. <laughs> and it's and it's really stupid because like, dude, this is his like child. This is his childhood home, right? His land. Pete pulls up. He's like, "Man, your parents are ready to put you on milk cartons, bro." And I'm like, "For because he's missing? Have they not been looking hard enough? He's outside of his house." And then he says, "Like, how'd you get out here?" I guess I know my house better than I do. Like I thought, and it's like, you walked out the barn front door and went down the road to the gate. If John was I'm confused. You don't you any, any a kid would know that. If John was serious about doing the chores that he says he does, he would have been able to see Clark easy. But this is why the farm always fails and why they can barely meet meets in. Yeah, they go they go just peep out the window to see if he's up at the telescope window. And they're like, oh, he's not there. Damn it. Where'd he go? No, they only have one spot. They have his barn. He's not in his barn. <laughs> well, I don't know where he is. Damn it. Call the sheriff. Call the sheriff. <laughs> God. This is the 15th time I've been out here this week. <laughs> and it's just so funny. He's outside of his house, bro. Pete then looks at Clark in the scene, though, and says, oh, is your super hearing thing back? Yeah, because did Pete... someone follow you? Yeah, because he's hearing like a whole bunch of clanking and stuff. <laughs> and Clark's like, what? What, someone follow you? He's like, nah, like, what are you talking about? And the tow truck boy comes out. Nathan. It's Nathan. And, and he's he... like, Ross, get in the truck. It's like, also, here's my Adam's apple trick. <laughs> it's gross, and I don't know how he does it. Uh, dude, it's weird, bro. It's it grosser every time. And he's I doing see it. he's doing the weird shriek thing. Hurts Pete. Clark is asking who it is, because obviously he can't see who it is. Big who is that? And of course he just Nathan throws Pete in the towing truck. And Clark's just like Screaming like, what's going on? I'm blind. He's like holding on to the fence still. This is my thing. You're telling me Clark is going to lose his balance like this so often. Like, why is he holding on to the fence? Someone talk to me, Pete! (laughs) I mean, maybe he's discombobulated because the ringing, but whatever. And so after that, Sheriff Adams pulls up because obviously they reported that Pete has been kidnapped. And of course, it's um, they're trying to make a connection between, I guess... The, the robbery somehow. Yeah, and they're saying that it was the same truck, the same sound that Clark was able to hear because everyone seems to have a hearing problem saying they heard a shriek is what my guess is. Ah. Sheriff Adams then says, no, there's no connection whatsoever. Wow, two yells in like two days. Hold on, cool. did you say the witness was a white boy? No, I don't <laughs> believe this. Kidnapped the black guy. She's already done with the case. there's nothing we can do sorry but right now this is just ear witness testimony don't call me again yeah blind boy's not gonna help at all with this okay he didn't see anything and And then john is about to lose his patience who is that's who the other guy was masterson they keep calling him masterson yeah mr masterson weird name yeah i wish they would give us a first name 
but yeah. they don't. And instead, Jonathan says, okay, there obviously is a connection. Why can't you put two and two together? Knock at the door. Martha goes and gets it. It's Judge Ross. All of a sudden- First appearance of Pete's mom, Judge Ross. Sheriff Adams changes her damn tune now, doesn't she? Judge Ross? Oh, now I care. I start doing my job. Yeah, what is this, Sheriff? <laughs> the hell was that? I couldn't believe this. Sheriff, you got your badge on? Do your fucking job. Yeah. Oh, now you care. John is like, come on, come sit down here, Judge Ross. Sit down and look at you. Where was Judge Ross the first time Pete was kidnapped? Um, probably, I don't know, going through the testing. <laughs> <laughs> and so she's going over that pretty much there's a ransom now. That if they don't uh, deliver Masterson without, you know, obviously custody, like not going into custody, prison or whatever, they won't give Pete back. They're going to kill him or the something. The attorney is going to present to them, hey, you're going to drop all these charges <laughs> and you're going to stand there and you're going to say, okay, cool. <laughs> Clark is now once again back in the Clark Just bar. Just holding on to the door frame. <laughs> what is going on with the balance thing? It doesn't make sense. It's it's like Inception. Like you have to spin it to see if you're in the dream world or not. He has to hold on to something, make sure he's, he's still in reality. He knows. He's like, know? oh, damn it, I'm this, still blind. This is kind of funny, though. Because Clark has now everything <laughs> turned up inside of the barn. He's then messing with an old classical radio. He's literally messing with the radio from the movie radio that he loved. <laughs> Parents then storm in saying, Clark, everything is loud. What the hell are you doing? Clark then grabs the radio and smashes it. And John's like, what the hell? Dude, that was my only radio. <laughs> and they're in there and like, dude, it's so loud. And he's like, I'm trying to hear. I'm trying to get the focus down. Down. Okay, well, let's turn everything off first. If I can't get a handle on it, I can't save Pete. They're like, okay, and it's all these different machines. Like, what was that? What a is that? Sewing is that a sewing it machine? That no, that's bad. not a sewing. Is it like some type is of it oil thing? It, no, it's not even a record player. It is it has, an oil thing? I thought it was something that was connected to the tractor, if I'm being honest. Oh, okay. Well, maybe it is. I thought I it was know. like maybe the engine or something that they're starting up in order to cause more sound. Either way, multiple things are starting, like engines of a uh, wood chipper. Yes. Um, we have random other things that look like a sewing machine, weird oil, I don't know, drums. Because his parents just, are now helping him train just like john did with his horniness and his heat vision That's he's true. now doing the same thing with now the hearing except martha's involved you know it is pretty cool that john actually has been there to coach him throughout all those things all right maybe this is what jamie was talking to me <laughs> on twitter here of him bringing this up to me that jonathan actually starts to come around and start being a better father i'm still not buying it fully however i like what you even said there John has been involved each time of Clark learning a new power. And he's taught him pretty much the right way somehow. And this is the weird part about it. When they finally figure out Clark does need our help, they really didn't question it for once. It Mr. wasn't an argument. It was, okay, let's finally help. I mean, yeah, you probably have a new power, so let's make it happen. So, of course, John is basically whispering to himself, trying to make sure that Clark can focus in without all, you know, focusing only to his voice. Is that why it's called Whisper? <laughs> oh my god. Oh the Yin the Yang twin song starts playing. <laughs> His dad's just like, wait till you see my dick. <laughs> Clark, wait till you see my dick. Dad, I can hear you. <laughs> and dude, no, like really, it starts to work. And Clark is starting to focus. He's like, whoa, whoa, I can hear Dad. I can hear him a little bit. But then little things start to mess up, like something drops, and it still is too much noise for him. Like he doesn't know how to drown 
certain things out, like to level it out where he's not hurting himself. Dad, we got this. Let's keep going. Do it again. And of course, he does it again. And now he's able to focus in more to where it's not going to be hurting him anymore. And I just can... have to say this before you keep going. Okay. He was at a more like louder position in yes. the barn. Okay. <laughs> and it he went he first, like right was, next to him. And then he moved over to go, is this easier? <laughs> hey, Clark, I'm right here. <laughs> like, what? This isn't helping him now, John. Yeah, but it manages to work. And he's happy about it. He can he can solely focus, hear him clearly. <laughs> and he's like, damn, this really just shows how good it is to be a dad. He's like so proud. He's like, yes, Clark. <laughs> yeah, you, you're doing it, buddy. <laughs> you, bl- you blind this. son of a bitch. No, 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 no. On the next scene here, this isn't orange juice, Matt. We have Lex pouring himself a screwdriver. Because that's what oh, rich he is people like do. Right? Yes, obviously we have seen this before. He's always drinking. That's why he doesn't fill it up to the top. He can't take that much alcohol this early in the morning. Only half a glass. That's true. Medication. The door does open, however, and we have Lionel now oh storming in. This is a great scene, Joseph. What do you mean? I was just about to take a meeting, Lex. What was needing <laughs> to be rushed over here? What is going on? I just wanted to let you know, Dad. I heard you've been talking smack. I heard you've been saying things about me and that what you've offered me is not what I should believe. Yeah. <laughs> Explain that. Dad. <laughs> that looks pretty... like a werewolf. Uh, Lionel? Yeah, he looks like a werewolf. Dude. It does. I do want to say, though, this scene is obviously us kind of shortening it because it's disgusting that Lex is truly like you just spreading gossip around dad. Yeah, and, and he actually ends up, you know, well, Lionel's obviously just playing the act of, I don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean? Like, I love you. Your job is for real. What is my job? To sharpen pencils! And so that's when Lionel's like, I, I said that. He's, He's like- obviously connecting the dots like, I said that earlier. He sighs like, I gotta deal with this shit again. <laughs> He's like, dude, we were making such good progress. <laughs> Lex storms to the couch. I, I also understand how, how he has a a jar of pomegranates on his desk. Was that what it was? It's pomegranates. Like, it looked like, I was like, those aren't apples. Those, those aren't pomegranates. Beets. It's insane. That's how manly Lex is. That Dude, he has like... I think he had like he was like the mineral water guy before mineral water was so popular. Oh, like, he's like a goop person. Yeah, he's like always having those. He has fancy little bottles Minerals of water, and crystals and stuff. Yeah, he always has fruit there. Always has pomegranates though. Yeah, are you jealous of the pomegranate? I've never been able to eat a pomegranate. It doesn't make any sense. You know why? Because you're not Lex Luthor and you don't have a high white blood cell count. Sure? That's why. And that's weird because that jar is normally not pomegranates either no I thought, i've seen apples in there i was gonna say i think i've seen oranges in there yeah, before you should keep too track of that for me <laughs> what fruit yeah, is involved is and in if bowl. it gets weirder and weirder as the seasons keep going i don't know if you can like uh, have dragon some dragon fruit, fruit? yeah episode. that'd be interesting because he has he has switched out that little pot like quite often who knows maybe he'll then go to vegetables if we're lucky <laughs> right guys bunch right? Of, hey no it should be a bunch of artichokes for mk ultra yeah dude that would be great. What if he thought he was eating fruit and it was also just artichoke. Yeah, just a whole bunch of cucumbers. Just glass. Yeah. He's just eating raw glass. <laughs> it's like, Lex, are you okay? 
He's just bleeding everywhere. Whoa, it's like bleeding. <laughs> God. Or it's Clarkson there blind, <laughs> just eating the bowl. What's that crunching, Lex? <laughs> what is that? What? I figured out my powers, Clark. <laughs> I'm good. Why blood cell count? <laughs> what Lex does say to Lionel is, Dad, do you think you can really just store me into an office and then just forget about me? Oh, my God, son. I love you. But, you know, you've screwed up in the past, and that's why I have talked shit behind your back. But I'm at least telling to your face, so why don't you just get over it? Yeah, and Lex is like... This is not an endearing speech. But then Lex even drops, like, unless my source was wrong on what I'm saying to you. It's like, dude. He just wants to tell his daddy everything. And you know what, Lex? Whoever your source is... They obviously have told you something that has brought a wedge between us. And you know what I call that? Treachery. But when I talk shit about you behind your back, (laughs) that's not treachery. That's right. That's father-son love. Mm Mm-hmm. Tough love. This, what the hell? This is Lionel. And Lex- We know Lionel's tricks, bro. Lex might as well just say, it was Chloe. It was Chloe. (laughs) Because he said, who were you talking to? No, no, no. It was Clark. Clark told him. The problem is, with Lex saying, who do you think you were talking to, means that Lionel only said that to one person, Chloe. Uh, well, yeah, he's connecting like, oh, it has to be only her. Because if you're even saying that, that means that Lex threw Clark under the bus then. Yeah, well, he kind of is, because Clark is the one that told Lex, but yeah, Lionel is thinking so, wait, Chloe. So he thinks that he is throwing Clark under the bus right now. Yeah, go talk to Clark then, Daddy. Unless my source Clark is wrong. <laughs> He's but a Gossip Girl. He yeah, this is. is. This is Gossip Girl. Superman, and, like superhero Gossip yeah. Girl. Funny that you mentioned that, because Joseph and I have been talking about after we complete Smallville, we're probably going to do Gossip Girl. I never but let's get that. back nope. to the scene here. Nope. <laughs> you're, you're missing the wrong Weston for that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's go to the Smallville street where now we have John <laughs> and Clark pulling up. And, I know you want this one. Dude. Oh, my God. This is the best scene in the whole episode. John gets out, says, hey, Clark. I gotta go get me an update. I don't know what that means exactly. He probably should have said, I'm gonna get me a coffee. Walks inside, where then Clark says, oh, dad, you're getting back in the truck? That was fast. What do you mean, Clark? He doesn't have super speed. But also, with Lana even doing that, like, why? He just pulled up. Okay. And she just hops in. Hold on. You want theory time right now? Sure. What's the theory on that? Guys, the Kents are butting into his son's relationship nonstop these past few episodes. They Martha called her ahead of time like, hey, John's on the way. Talk to Clark. Oh my God. Yes, I do. I really believe that is what is happening because even Lana says, oh, your dad said that you were out here. Lana, you were waiting on the street for God's sake for how quick you got in. This was all planned. Where is he? This is so that they could talk because his parents believe that Clark needs someone in his life. And Clark is the only one who is like, no, girls have cooties. Yeah, just like my son needs to get laid. All right. Okay. Those three months, we don't know what he was doing, Lana, but he needs He was beating women. So he needs to get some. He was assaulting women. Sorry, not beating. He was just like assaulting them in weird ways. He just grabbed them by the wrist and said, get out of my face. I hate your kissing. But what Lana does do is she gets inside of the truck and she says, I thought you would like some company while your father is just <laughs> hanging out inside. And fucking Clark, dude. You know what? But if you don't want my company, fine, I try. No, Lana, please. It was just about this morning. 
Listen, Clark, I know. No, I was just upset. It's not okay. All I've managed to do lately is push people away. And the truth is, Lana, I miss having you in my life. <laughs> what are you doing, Clark? But I understand why you don't and want Lana's me around. And Lana's making a face right now. Yeah, way. because this is inappropriate. Hey, Clark, remember <laughs> when Lana has said this for the past nine episodes and you now are wanting to come crawling to her because you're blind? Yeah. And what he said three hours ago, too. Don't talk to me. Yeah, what? it was like the same day. Yeah, this is the longest day ever. I think it was, yeah. Has this been the same day? This yeah. is the same day. This is the longest day ever. And it actually became longer because of Lana's face here, of her just actually being uncomfortable. Uh, you were just hurt and scared, Clark. It's like, Clark, I overreacted. I'm, I'm, it's cool, like. Whatever. Everything that's happened with the killer horse, I'm forgiving you. We don't have to talk about it. You know how things happen? I'm surprised you didn't bolt sooner, making a joke. I know you had your reasons for pulling away from me. Well, let's just say, Lana, maybe those reasons are gone. <laughs> and then she's like, what are you saying? Oh, I think I'm saying my life is different. Oh my god, dude. This is Lana last episode. Remember when she said, my life's different. One thing I realized, Lana, I don't want to be alone. He's a psychopath. <laughs> Clark, you're not alone. Oh, yeah? Let me give you a little creepy smirk <laughs> and a little touch on the hand here. Clark, what are we doing? I know I'm not alone, Lana. No! You're in here. She pulls away immediately Dude. because, Clark, who the fuck do you think you are? Bro, what? It's just hilarious because Lana did this exact thing last episode. She was like, I'm different now. Yeah, Adam, I'm different. My life's different. I have a broken leg. Maybe. Hold on. I'm going to give Lana a bit of another doubt here after this move by Clark, and here's why. Maybe Lana was like, I don't want to leave the hospital and have to face my life because this guy's eventually going to fall in love with me again. And now it's too late and he won't be able to accept it again. Wow. Really, really defending Lona there, huh? Um, I'm sorry, I have to. Did you not see Creepy Clark <laughs> trying to make a disturbing move? Dude. He's a sex pest. This is all, this is as bad as Seth was unzipping well, I mean, her sweater. You know, you know how horny John and Martha get, and then he's been exposed to that? Cal. Cal's just secretly in there, just wanted to just be let loose. Except she gave him opportunity after opportunity she, she was him. simping on him what isn't it like it was like seven episodes of opportunity think about how long that is in smallville world and she held out all summer she's always holding out clark sucks <laughs> <laughs> and i did yeah. like that smile though it's, no, it's gross it's so it's gross, gross. <laughs> it's so gross and you know, yeah. blind people do smell like that. They all got those kind of creepy blind people smiles. He already has that. <laughs> oh yeah, just the day of being blind, he's already because they don't know what person. smiles look like at all because they're blind, so they just start smiling their own weird way. You know, <laughs> dude, <laughs> that's really mean on blind people, man. What is your problem? They got creepy smiles. They got great smiles sometimes, dude. All right, <laughs> but, but Lana, like blind people smiling is to deaf people talking. <laughs> That's yeah. kind of true. Okay. No, it's not. Except smiling not as extreme, though. Yeah, it's more subtle, of course. But it's like, they don't see what people's smile <laughs> okay. looks like. 
And it's like deaf people don't hear how people talk, so they start just doing their own. It just is all screwed up, you know? So, They're an episode where Clark becomes deaf. Um, Because I need to see how he would act if deaf. <laughs> I need to be able to know this. I don't think so, because that'd be a weird episode. He's seeing all um, the, all This isn't a weird episode? Well, this has to happen, because we all know he has super hearing. Like, that's the thing. Wait, wait. It has to happen this way. <laughs> and Clark says, Lana, please don't leave the truck. I think I hear something that oh. sounds exactly like when Pete was kidnapped. This is my favorite scene. <laughs> and Clark is just like, you need to go get my dad, Lana. Tell him come to the truck and come get the truck. Uh... Uh, I'm hearing something. Is that a truck right next to you? It's like, yeah. It's like, all right. And uh, Clark just goes (laughs) to the street and then just hops on. Everybody on the street is staring at him. What are you doing? (laughs) The joke truck just It's like It's like Jack Kerouac's on the road. He's just a homeless man riding the rails, you know? (laughs) He's coming out of the woods. car not going like 10 or 15 miles an hour. Less than that. Two miles an hour. (laughs) And there's nobody in front of the truck either. And he's not going to feel that in the back like a huge load. Dude, it's Superman. And also, if you're... Clark is 6'5". <laughs> you're, all, you're on Main Street in a tow truck after you've kidnapped one person, committed an uh, armed robbery earlier that day, just out in the open, just driving everywhere, you know? Honestly. Well, honestly, it's because when it comes to who is driving that tow truck is obviously Nathan. Yep. And with him not being able to tell that there's a 6'5 guy on the back of his truck, he is continuously driving to his secret hideout. Now, are they at the junkyard right now? Or is this a different spot? Um, I think it's the junkyard. I love how smooth he jumps off. Oh, the you like how he too. knew how that to jump smooth. off? That was great. He knew the perfect time to jump off of the truck because this is where Nathan was parking, even though he never yeah, changed his speed. It's because of his hearing, you know. How did you hear that, dude? He he's it. honestly he's his brain power has gone up too. All right. What do you mean his brain power is brain? Gone? He made a move on Lana. That doesn't mean his brain power has gone up. That was like when it was really low. <laughs> Wait, so you're saying, hold on, I got to see where the boost came in. <laughs> was it? He had to touch her to get the boost. So you're trying to tell me he had brain power when hopping on the back of the because tow truck blue, when everyone the saw. The balls can cause the, that blood to go to the brain after that, you know? So it's like. Joseph, his plan was for everyone to see him hop on the back of a tow truck. <laughs> he hops on, he's just like, just like in the back, just like. Just holding on, dude. It would have been funny if he had like a skateboard with him and just like, just held on to the bumper. You mean Black Adam? Okay. <laughs> Is that don't what we're don't do right talk now? to me about that kid. It's such a great movie. He's the worst kid I've ever seen. <laughs> Anyways, back to the other worst kid is Nathan. We actually parked. I, this is definitely, this has to be the junkyard. And we've been here before. Yeah. And it was uh, the Tattoo Boys hideout. Exactly. The one where Last they season. took Whitney into that secret spot. And wait, was that, that was the first season? Yeah, was I was going to say season? that'd be first season. Again, where you would think that when you see a chair in an empty room, go the other way. But here means tattoo. That's right. Uh, so yeah, this must be the other side of it. Obviously, Clark getting out at the perfect time means that he just happens to be at the door where Pete is now tied up Look to a chair. Look how big he can open his mouth. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> he's swallowing the entire earth like one of those snakes that eats eggs. Dude, oh, yeah, his mouth looked pretty big. Enormous. <laughs> Pete Ross, dude, screaming for dear life. And he's Clark, screaming for Clark. And Clark. Clark hears him. How does and, he hear Clark? Well, I, no, he's like, uh, well, he's, he says help. And then uh, Clark hears it and is like, Pete? And he's like yelling. And so then he hears he Clark. He says Pete. 
But he doesn't say it in a loud Pete <laughs> Clark <laughs> Like how does No, he he screams it. No, he yells he, it. No, alright, we're gonna have to do this. Dude, he yells it. We're gonna have to do this. He's like, Pete Look, there'd be an exclamation point. Look. Damn it, there is an exclamation point. Look, you just said it right now. Pete Look how big his mouth is. He still just so happens to be at the perfect spot on the other side <laughs> know, of the that's garage what's door. Funny about it. That's what's funny about it. And of course Nathan did you just pistol whip him? Yeah, and he said, shut up! Dude, who is this Nathan kid? Also, who is Badass. this woman on the back of this door? Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we do. They probably stole this that is from a, this Van's is a, room. This is a porn check is where they're at. Now we get to go into another funny scene. Um, because Clark barges in. Why does he barge in? Pete is knocked out. <laughs> Why does he just barge in? Because Nathan obviously saw him barge in. Yeah. Look at this blind guy coming in. Oh, wow, blind guy. He's like, hey, blind guy, take a bit of this. And he blows, he gets the blowtorch. No, Joseph. He says, hey, Clark, let me help you. And he blows it all to, in order to heal Clark's disability, where now Clark is able to magically see. He helps Clark. How's that, blind man? <laughs> That's his plan. Dude, I need to know what he, I didn't. And also, he's the greatest. It was to help him. He's the greatest optometrist in the world, too. No doctors could help him. Nobody could fix him. But the butane torch is all he needs is a great (laughs) optometrist. It burned off the wall. Yeah, like a crust of like kryptonite glare, I guess, whatever, the little coating. But look, dude, the thing is, something happened to Clark, right? And he went blind. And then, so you're just going to assume this kid is blind, right? Your your plan is to get the blowtorch and put it against his eyes? He's blind. Joseph, the worst part is he hasn't even put it against his eyes. Otherwise, the Ray-Bans would have been ruined. Yeah, he actually knocks off. knocks him off. Why does he even knock off the Ray-Bans? It's like he knows, oh, this is about to to not hurt Clark? Exactly. It's just no matter what, whatever Nathan did, it was never to actually cause harm to him because he also has a screaming ability that's able to cause harm to Clark. Yeah, that would... And he's used that earlier. And it would have been able to solve all the problems. Instead, it's, we have to help Clark. We have to help him out. I don't know what happened there with the writing. When I watched this, too, the first time, I had no idea what happened. And I was like, oh, I guess he's not blind anymore. Dude, I had no clue. And then now after seeing this a second time and conversing with you two about it, I was like, I guess I still I guess he's not blind anymore. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. No, not at all. It's it's just a yeah, like you said, a butane torch. A to butane the eyes. torch and a filthy porn shack is what he needed to to be able to see. And no fake Ray Bans. He couldn't do no, those. He couldn't no. do it with them on. He had to take them off. I hope he gets those sunglasses back though. I do want to also say when it comes to Clark being able to then have this, I was really hoping that in order for his eyes to heal, he had to like look up at the sun or something. We figured out that that's where his powers have been coming from. Like like you have to look up at the sun? I was hoping that's what it would be tying into. The blowtorch thing and the butane, I have no idea how that goes hand in hand. But I was really hoping that the sun would be able to heal him in this case. And he would be looking up. Because for some reason, none of the kids thought of this, even though Jonathan did help figure out where the powers come from. So once again, the kids don't come up with the perfect plan they come up with the worst plans, and that involves jumping on the back of the truck. We love plans here. Yes. Especially this This is definitely jotted down because this has to be a nominee. We didn't even get an ex- explanation on Nathan's power, right? 
No, we have nothing. Just that an Adam's apple can go up really up and down extremely fast. I wonder if and, there's and a... women love him. Well, yeah, if your Adam's apple can do that. You want to see a party trick? And those, his lips quivering like that? I just don't understand why you didn't use it against Clark. Oh. It would have been a lot easier. Oh, yeah. He would have He's won. He's even more sensitive to it. Yeah. Just do, this, do your trick again. Yeah. <laughs> We've seen that it worked when you went and kidnapped Pete. So yeah. what are we losing here? The, the best laid plans, you know. But I do want to get back now to the Kent farm where they are now discussing how Clark seems to have drunk guy vision. And he's able to see about two, three of everything. It's extremely foggy. His parents then tell him, oh, well, what about your other abilities? I still cannot do any heat vision. I do not or have x-ray. Mm -hmm. Huh. Well, that blowtorch must have broken up the scar tissue that was covering your eyes. John, sure. when can we figure this out? Oh, John just knows how healing works. He's been blind before. Great. You know what, though? Pete's still out there, guys. I have to go. Clark, Pete could be anywhere. Let's let Sheriff Adams help. John, what did we find out a few scenes ago with Sheriff Adams? Defund the police. Okay. <laughs> so, why did Clark leave the warehouse? Because he had a blowtorch to his He got his vision eyes. back, no? But Nathan had to spend time getting Pete out of the chair. So, it... Why did he leave the warehouse? Uh, maybe I, this didn't make sense to me when I watched it. I was like, why'd you go back home? You got your vision back. No, it's blurry. Oh my god, dude. Pete can wait. He's going to be good. His hearing's not because there? of all the breasts and the walls of that <laughs> the porn, porn shack <laughs> distracted him. He's like, I got something else to do while, while he takes Pete out of Whoa, here. Whoa, you had these in here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hold on. I don't know if my vision's really that fixed. Well, I, haven't Let me... seen, I haven't seen breasts in eight He's hours. Like, oh. <laughs> oh, what is this? And by the way, cool art piece. Nathan doesn't have super strength. So how long would it take him to get Pete out of that chair into the tow truck? Oh, I didn't know the blowtorch caused the super hearing to go away. Wait, what if Pete, if he's still at the junkyard, they never left. He just dragged <laughs> him into the don't, next... Because they go back later. <laughs> so he just dragged him into the other room. <laughs> no, no, I think we gotta find out. No, and, we're gonna find and out. And Clark just leaves. All right, Pete, I know who you are. I'll come back later. <laughs> Dude. It's it's ridiculous. And yeah, so Clark still puts on his sunglasses, you know, and he just I wear my sunglasses <laughs> and I, so I can, so I can. We get to the hospital. No, 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 no. We have to get to this first, Joseph, before. Oh, Clark, you know what? We do need to go help Pete, but let's go do something first. Yes, right. <laughs> like, what? We're going to go to the hospital. And we're going to get Clark some nice sunglasses. Oh, no. sorry, some nice regular glasses. This is the longest day ever. <laughs> prescription He's back glasses. in his red flannel. And for once, hold on, fellas, we have the real Clark Kent now. We have the real Clark Kent. This oh, is his he, identity. He wears glasses That's when he's right. Superman. Yeah. When he's Clark Kent, he wears glasses. When he's Superman, this he doesn't. This is the introduction. What a long way to get to this point. <laughs> his vision was never the same after this day. Six, 60 hours of television to get to this point. Unbelievable. Yep. God, and I wish it was we only got a 60. Nice, we... <laughs> 
We got a nice nod here to Clark, obviously wearing his iconic sunglasses. Disguise. Do they do the telephone? I keep booth saying sunglasses in this show too. The telephone, the Superman phone. Yeah, yeah. They've gone no. into telephone booths as a nod already. Remember when he does at the beginning of the season? Yeah, that's true. But it was more like in pain. And he Versus, and he switches. He takes. He off does his shirt. take it off. He He's does. Like, yeah, but also it's because he ran out of quarters. That's right. Yes. <laughs> that's right. I do want to say though, this goes back to your point earlier, Joseph. This doesn't make sense, guys. How does Clark say, I don't know where he is? Okay, Clark, <laughs> well, what's your plan? My plan is that when Judge Ross dismisses the charges, I'm going to follow Masterson home and I'll know where Pete is. John says, that's the dumbest fucking plan I've ever heard. <laughs> He's like, uh, kind of a stretch, huh? But that's all I've got. And they just accept it. <laughs> <laughs> you really do. They yeah. just. It's, That's it! It's alright, well, good luck. <laughs> good luck, son. And now we go to Lionel's office in Metropolis, and Chloe shows up. And we, I think we first get a confirmation here that uh, Metropolis is three hours away. Yeah. That's the first time we've confirmed this. So this is now same day, though, nighttime. Nighttime, that's okay. right. Longest day ever. So this is just Kansas City, then? Pretty much. Yes. They wake up ass early, bro, and just have a whole day ahead of them. But we do have now Chloe walking in where she says, okay, Lionel, I'm like really done with all of this. I'm no longer going to be working for you. And he says, what do you think you're going to be doing? Well, I'm going to still be working my column at the Daily Planet, so I don't really need you. Oh, I forgot to it's, tell you, Miss Sullivan. You've been let go. You're fired. You want to know why? Because you forgot that little bit of information that I have all the control and you have nothing. You're out of your league, kid. Yeah, he's a bad man. He's drinking coffee at 8.30 at night, too. You see this? dude, he doesn't go to sleep, bro. He does, though, accuse Chloe of this, saying, um, you decided to talk gossip with my son, saying I was talking shit behind his back. So you know what, Chloe? I decided to take care of your column. I don't know what you're talking about, Lionel. I didn't do any of that. Yeah. What are you saying? Chloe is really lost, and he's like, what? Yeah, yeah, I like your tricks. Yeah, good try. My very own words being thrown back in my face? Please, Miss Sullivan. Imagine how mad I was, huh? To son. be insulted for my own son. He's bald. <laughs> Honestly, that's right, yeah. He's got to throw that effect in there. I mean, look at his hair, dude. We got the two best hairstyles in the, in the show. Mm -hmm. It's true. He even says... It's I really like a battle of <laughs> hairstyles right now. Maybe that explains her look at the end of last season. She was having to show Lionel. Crisis. It's like, oh, I need to upgrade. This is me. You want to have this deal? This is how I show up. Let's go. Hair versus hair. <laughs> but and she does say that, okay, our conversations were private. I did tell you that I was no longer seeing Lex, and that is true. Oh, okay, Miss Sullivan. That's what. He's he just not buying it. Yes. You know? And he's just not buying it. And of course, she even throws in here a little. A little threat. Oh, she she completely does because he him throwing in her face saying, "Oh well, I guess you're not gonna have your column at the Daily Planet." She goes, "You know what? I'm done with all of this. I need you to tell me everything, Miss Sullivan. I told you I'm not Lex's source, and you know what? I'm sure that the Daily Planet is gonna love if I tell him that an older billionaire is obsessed with the high school farm boy. Can you say pervert?" Honestly. Honestly, that would be... She threatens him with a nice yes. little news story like that. And of course, oh, 
I don't think we should have done that. Hold on, let's also say this. You know why she's able to threaten him? Because nine years at the torch oh gives God. her the confidence in order to bring these type of she's, details to the table. She's 16 she years old. She knows how to own the conversation. She knows how to make the proper threats. She knows how to take the upper hand. The only issue is she's never dealt with a person like Lionel. She's 16 years old. And I even put in my notes, so that's why this is not a spoiler whatsoever, but I put in my notes, Chloe, did we forget that he gave your father a raise? He gave him a new house. How'd oh. she get that VW convertible? Well, actually, she's had multiple cars at this point. Yeah. So remember that one car that she picked up Clark at the spring formal? Oh, that was yeah, it was Everyone a, I has a vintage car, though. Even yes. Pete has one. I don't get it. The Kents don't have one. They're too poor. I will say, she did forget about that little bit about her dad. Yeah. And sh that's why the threat, although bold, Chloe, we forgot a little I bit. I think she kind of got caught up yeah, here. Yeah, you know? I agree. I think she got caught up here because, like, yeah, Lionel's like, okay, you're not just threatening me. I, I would tread lightly there. And, and, and the lighting's like Blade Runner, too. It's like Blade Runner 2049 with this oh. hair off between a 52-year-old man does, and a 16-year-old girl. <laughs> He would be the villain in Blade Runner for sure as well. It's like tears. <laughs> and I'll be whatever I want. Apparently I don't work for you anymore, bitch. She does. She throws that in Lionel's face and storms when off. She walks out and she is but not liking what she did. <laughs> but she sighs and in a she way... She regrets it. You think? Yeah. She still, in my opinion, doesn't she, realize what she, she did with her father. No, she, she, it's, that's the reaction of like, oh, I'm in over my head. Like, and I know it. Completely. Yeah. And it was also an intense conversation, too. You yeah, know? that was... Yeah, cool off a second. It's late at night. Mm -hmm. in the big city. <laughs> you gotta drive all the way back. Yeah, he talks to that man with all that hair. Can we get to Clark's plan, please? <laughs> yeah, his nice plan. So, we have Judge Ross actually in the judge outfit. We got Sheriff Adams hating that she's seeing a minority standing in front of her in a law... law <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god. We all know Sheriff Adams is a racist. Yeah, no, that has been brought to the attention and her son was Van who has died. Maybe that's why she's upset. Yeah. And so it's not going like we're still not liking their plan. That's the, really the whole thing. And Masterson has to be let go pretty much because we don't have Pete still. And look at him. He's all satisfied. He's about to make his phone call. And of course, it's going to be to Nathan. And what does Clark do? He shows up, sees him. Let me go here in on that conversation. <laughs> Mommy and daddy taught me right. <laughs> and then decides to hear that Masterson is then telling Nathan, everything worked, cool, kill that Pete kid. So no matter what, they were not going to let him go, and they were just going to kill Pete, meet each other in Metropolis, live happily ever after. Um, yeah, what's the relationship? Did here? they get any jewelry or money at their break-in? Because I don't think they did. Did we even figure out the relationship with them? No, they don't say it. Instead, it, we cut to the next scene. They're joining the murder. Go crows, you know? Murder crows. I do want to say, however, what we see at the trash compactor or at the junkyard, because Clark overhears him say, yeah, you could throw him out like he's a piece of junk. And Clark immediately knows what he's talking about because he was just there. He could have just gone back and skipped the whole courthouse. Oh, you're still at the junkyard. Oh, yeah, now I know. That's the only way he's able to get there so fast, where we see Nathan pressing the button with Pete in the back of the trunk, screaming, or actually not even screaming yet, just bleeding. 
and now we have the crusher starting. Dude, this man, like, this is a high, this is a junior high schooler, and it's, uh, he's just gonna kill another Dude, one. Dude, AHS students have killed multiple people. We have all <laughs> seen this. That's why they go to this school. Nathan has murdered a lot. I just also, is this supposed to be a joke from Clark? Hey, you work here? <laughs> what the <laughs> hell? What are you doing here, blind man? <laughs> what? what is that? Was that a joke? Why did he do that? Uh, is that? Was he trying to play that off? Hey, you work here? <laughs> like, like, well, he doesn't know what he looks like. What do you mean he doesn't know what he yeah. looks like? Yes, he does. No, he's been blind the whole time. Oh, that's he true. Doesn't know what he Technically, looks like. he does not know what Nathan looks like. Yeah. He didn't even know his name. Like Guys, he, was... he does know because he saw Nathan in the jewelry store. No. Because he was there with shopping, and Nathan walked in and did his But he trick. saw the guy with he the saw, gun. He saw the gun guy because yeah. he walked in, and he saw him with the gun. So Clark is not aware of his surroundings at all times? Well, he uh, was Nobody not a, is. What? Yeah, no one is. If nobody you, is. Okay. He was only looking at the guy with the gun. So nobody is in a town where there's a constant murder every single week. We're not going to be aware of our surroundings. That's what you both are telling me right now is that in Smallville, we should not be aware of our surroundings. Yeah. We should just live life normally. No, I'm saying that they are never aware of their surroundings. Yeah, nobody ever is. Yeah, ever. We're just saying they aren't. And of Superman course, Superman should be. Okay, well, he's, well, he's, he's learning how to be Superman. He's this also a 16 years old. Oh, you're going to throw that in my face? Yeah, again. you said it. He's 16. He's but also 16. like, you, he should know. Like, just, like, there's enough context clues here that you're going to a junkyard, your friend's being murdered. Who hang? Nobody really hangs out at a junkyard. Yeah, yeah. nobody works at a junkyard. We're in a black jacket, like leather jacket, Real angry like, looking already. Yeah, it looks like a villain. He looks like a, he's gonna go. <laughs> I love that. Hey, you work here? I hate that both of you are giving. What are you doing? What the out. hell, blind man? And then now he knows it's on. I and, hate that. And I he hate recognizes this. the voice probably, and he's like, oh, you're the throat guy. <laughs> oh, hey, you want to see something stupid real quick? <laughs> Is that once again, he does his Adam's apple trick where he starts screeching out of his lips like a shriek, causing cars at the junkyard to them come tumbling down. Clark is then able to speed away saying, I'm not going to save this guy. <laughs> and the cars then come tumbling on top of Nathan and Nathan is dead. He killed himself and Clark could have saved him. No, no, that's no. another death for Clark. Yeah, that's right. We had a <laughs> body count. They need to change the theme song. Somebody change the episode. Somebody kill the me? Show too. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody saved me. <laughs> Nobody saved me. Nobody saves me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, Clark truly pulled a Christian Bale Dark Knight said, I don't have to save you, and just dipped out of there. For sure. Yeah. It's, it's like you're about to compact my fucking best friend in there. Uh, Clark could have defeated him, though, easily, right? He could have just, like, knocked him out. Yeah, he could have just made it clean and why easy. Why did he do the forehead pat thing on his hand? Like, you know why? It's because that doesn't cause murder. <laughs> and that also puts his DNA on somebody, so he has to keep it as clean as possible. True. Okay. But thank God he's able to hear Pete scream for him, where then he's able to find him. Clark, of course, uses his super strength to break that compactor, where now Pete... Hate, Pete hates his life, dude. He hates keeping his secret. That's, I swear, I would hate it. Yeah, once again, Ryan has told us this. Pete hates it completely. He feels like that it's too much for him to burden. Oh, Pete, you never told me that. <laughs> yeah, I never knew. I just wish we would have had once see, again. See, this is the talent. Yeah, I see. I needed a, a better fight scene. 
Oh, that wasn't even a fight scene. It's absolutely awful. That's what I get. There's a real Icarus tale, you know? He flew too close to the sun with his throat thing. Yep. Dude, all the time, willy-nilly, not think about the consequences of it. I know. The first time was just shattering glass everywhere. Yeah. Could have hurt someone, which it did. Now he's knocking a whole skyscraper of cars over. <laughs> we don't even know how he got his power. Nope. We don't even know if it's kryptonite. We don't even know the relationship with him and the other guy. We can't even put it on any type of list. So the like, like all good cinema leaves a lot to be understated and to decipher on your own, you know. What? No, that is not good cinema. Yeah, good, good cinema, cinema is not to question. How did how did you not know that you were just here? Where you're, yeah, the fight scene was awful. But that's yeah. I need something better out of these people. Nathan should have been explained further. We should be asking for more. We have seen more from these episodes, and I think it's because last week was good. They no, it's just like they just introduced a new power. That's the main. Point. This is filler, and then it's like kinda. We don't have a story, but we have to just have something. We had, let's give them a new power. We had to throw in the new power. That's shitty it. story. All the other new powers though seemed a little bit better. This one is easily the weakest that we've been introduced. Mm-hmm. Come on, we could have done something better with hearing. <laughs> Maybe. Like, maybe he listens to Lana and Adam have their first date. Oh, my God. Or he, he, I would lear- be he, or he learns how to really listen to and understand women. Yes! <laughs> See? Now we're getting into it. That would have been awesome high school drama. It would have been much better than just some villain of the week that they don't even care to explain. What would be really cool? How about an Adam's apple that goes up and down really fast? It's a fast? good trick. I don't know how he does it. I love it so much. And hey, let's ask the question though. If this was a kryptonite power, what was he doing in order to give him that power? It was like um <laughs> like a cereal box and he forgot to pull the toy out of it and accidentally ate it. The toy was like kryptonite, like a speck of it or something. So it's the toy just lodged into <laughs> a cereal. Throat. Yeah, they didn't like put in the box, they actually put in the bag of cereal, he didn't pull it out and he ate it on accident. He had a lot and they cut his throat or something. His larynx. So he got like Oh, it cut his Adam's apple. Ooh, yes. Well, maybe his father, his father had been screaming at him his entire life, and then he learned how to scream back. Oh, and it ended up killing his parents, and that's why he's with Masterson yeah. at the junkyard. Oh. Look, see, this is where we have to fill in our own holes, man. Yeah, because they didn't do a damn thing this episode. All right, so, yeah, we come to the talent now. And we have, of course, Pete <laughs> just boy. telling his story about how he was kidnapped and rescued. And it's like all these hot girls just surrounding him. They're just like, well, I'm glad you're okay. Call me. Kiss on cheek and everything. That girl's like 25. What is going on she here? She does not go to high school. Oh, the rich boy's safe. Hey, I'll blow you later. <laughs> By the way, now we know why that Pete does get that much attention. It was obviously in the news saying Judge's son kidnapped. Now Judge's son saved. And Pete obviously is able to tell the story of... Judge's son gets laid. I broke out of that trunk myself. No one helps Pete. That's right, Pete Ross. I murdered that man. I pushed all those cars on top of him. (laughs) Yeah. And of course, yeah, he even... He's fibbing on it a bit that... Because Clark's like, whatever. I don't give a shit. Well, he's like... I think that you're going to be telling that story for so, a while if I remember your first but date Li- in the tour. Lionel <laughs> should think that Pete's Superman, you know, from all these things that keep happening. And Pete, Pete's around too. Yeah, and Pete's around the whole time. Oh. And he's like, yeah, I got out of this and did this, you know. Except of the episode where Clark steals the key. 
That would be the only time because Pete did distract Lionel, mm-hmm. and that was Lionel's first time meeting him, and that's where Lionel got a little racist too. Okay. He's about to hit him too. Yeah, he was like, and Lionel. <laughs> he literally raised his hand. And he hasn't risen his hand to anybody else. Just not even Lex. Yeah, not even like a little bit. It was only to Pete. I do like, though, with Pete saying, look, all right, man. So I do like to bend the truth a little bit with this story. Plus, you see all those honeys? They're all for me. Also, you feeling better with your eyes? Yeah, I think I need a new prescription. Chloe then walks up completely <laughs> devastated. My dad got fired. <laughs> no. Guys, my dad got fired. Hold on. Feel bad for me. Can you at least give Pete his bragging rights first? <laughs> yeah, so what up? How is that torching of you? Do you need one for me? Because I had so many honeys around and I saved the day. Do you I got talk lots about of it? stuff to say. <laughs> but yeah. She's like, yeah, we're going to cancel that because uh, my dad got fired. Oh, yeah, and I'm fired, too. So everything's been working out really great. Today's been the best day ever. I'm so happy. Are we still on the same day? <laughs> no, this is next this day. This is the next day. Okay. Because remember, she was in Metropolis last night. All right, so she was fired last night. So technically, it's not the worst day. She's just having a horrible back-to-back day. Um, yeah, and she's realizing, yeah, in over your head, bro, shouldn't have done that. Well, I do like that Clark is like, whoa, wait, what do you mean your father was fired? Even though Chloe was threatened with this already from Lionel himself. Now Clark says, wait, that doesn't seem right. We need to fix this. Why don't you go talk to your friend Lex? He's the one that dropped the axe on him. Wait, what? It's a private company. They can do what they want. It's a private company. <laughs> Why is Lex the one that's... That would be awesome if Clark said that. Well, Chloe, it's a private company, so... <laughs> I mean, I can't speak for the CEO or anything. You know, it's like... You got the, I know the two owners. And, She's uh, crying. They banned me on Twitter. Chloe, it's a private company. <laughs> oh, my. Um, and I will give you this. Chloe would be the person that is banned on Twitter. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Yeah, that's why she's the best. And of course, now we're gonna jump to the scene where Clark goes and confronts Lex about this. Oh, that's what you call that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's you're gonna call him. this confronting, huh? Yeah, he's, we're back at the mansion, <laughs> and of course, uh, I think Clark's already waiting. He's for waiting him. for him. He's ready. He is about to rip Lex a new asshole. And Lex is like, "Hey, man, I heard you got a good recovery." He's like, "Yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, <laughs> Chloe's dad got fired, and she said you did it. So what the hell's your problem?" You know, well, apparently his performance was seriously lacking, Clark. And it's like, what is happening here? Because Lex would know that's not true. I know. And that's what I'm not understanding, because here's the other thing. It's like Dad came in, hey, say this, fire him, we're good. I'm going to bring this up to you as well, Joseph, because remember last episode, and maybe I said it at the beginning of this one too. I just can't remember because it's so ridiculous that Lionel is able to pinpoint every memory to erase that somehow is perfect for him. And Lex just seems to forget that he promised Chloe that he would look out for her. Yeah. And that he would help her protect and that they would be able to solve his father's story together. Well, that can go back with his theory now. I mean, they're... MK I mean, Ultra. Well, yeah, the MK Ultra. Wouldn't you say they're going to erase definitely a certain amount of time or try to? Yeah, it's like, yeah, I think that's what's happening here. Like either months or years? I just still... It's depending a, how a week-long it is. dissociative state. Now he's snacked back and he's wearing a, a different outfit now, too. <laughs> I do also hate if a good argument for sticking out for your friend's dad getting fired is Come on, Lex, he's worked there for years. That's not... 
You're not really sticking up for the guy. You're not even saying he's a hard worker. This is a 16-year-old response. Yeah, but he said that he would take care of it. And actually, I thought Clark would take care of this too. Instead, Lex throws in his face, Clark, my father suspects he's the one that's spreading awful rumors about me. What? Um, what are you talking about? What do you mean gossip? Look, it's not about being right. It's about being, it's about positioning. And he just says, look, this Chloe's is, father is a causality. Yeah, this is where Lax mentions to Clark. Or casualty. This is just my father winning a battle. Oh, and Chloe's father is just a casualty, Lex? And Lex really does look at Clark and say, you know what? True, but the war's starting, and I have the greatest advantage. <laughs> he thinks I'm weak. What? What are you talking about, Lex? I, what is he talking about? Is this know. a plan? Is he with know. daddy? I was very confused. And This is one conversation I don't understand and I don't care about. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah, This, that's my point. I'm even going to agree with you, Matt. Clark should be coming here demanding for Chloe's dad to get her job back. Instead, it has turned into what? He shouldn't even be there. He should be minding his own business. That's you know? right. That's honestly true. Sorry, guys, but when it comes to Lex, you always have to ask Clark. They're BFFs. That's true. Come on. They're, they're like brothers. But... Yeah, you have to. But, but the, the thing yes. that Lex does say, though, is it's like, look, Clark, you know, just be grateful that I didn't get involved you in any of it. I thought you would be relieved. <laughs> yeah. Why would I be that? Because you're not involved. Huh? Chloe's my best friend. Also... Why, what do you mean I wasn't involved? This wasn't even and about the me. And the convo ends. <laughs> That's all we get. What is the MK Ultra spilling out, dude? Uh, is the episode trying to cause that for us too? Because I am really thrown off here where my mind is going crazy. Is Lex a crazy person? Which side is he on? Is Lex, in fact, just playing his own damn game? I think so. I feel, I feel it. It just seems weird. He seems off. Him and his dad were playing chess. Everyone else playing shoots and ladders. Now that Lex has had the electroshock therapy, I feel like Lex is playing his own game of sorry. Yeah, and Clark was playing pin the tail of donkey this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> he sure was, man. Speaking of donkeys, yeah. let's get to the Clark barn. Got to the barn, man. Which is man. such a great scene, right? And Clark is doing his little Tobey Maguire thing in the mirror with the glasses. And what if he started unbuttoning his shirt? <laughs> doing it too. Look at these guns. Ugh. I can see my arms again. <laughs> I miss looking at my body. <laughs> and of course, he's lo- noticing that he doesn't need the glasses. And of course, here's Lana. She just pops up. Hi. Yeah, she didn't walk yeah, up. She, she didn't was walk just pop, like a mole. Hey! She, yeah, she was like hiding behind, like a mole person. <laughs> and she's there, and of course, it's just again, it's yes. awkward off the top. And he's like, "I'm glad you're here." And it's like, I "I'm sorry, I'm sorry about yesterday in the truck." Uh, yeah. You damn should be. Right. Yeah, should damn be. right, you son of a bitch. Don't ever do that again. That was weird, bro. That was so weird. And she is still uncomfortable wanting to talk about it. 
Clark then looks down. He admits, I was way out of line. Yeah. Uh, I was feeling vulnerable. Clark, um, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I gave you plenty of chances. The reason why I pulled away, it's because... Um, There's someone else. I met an asshole at physical therapy, <laughs> and he... I don't know anything about him, but you know, guess what? He's hot. And I drank his jello. Yep. Yep. That's exactly For right. a week straight. Remember For when I said that straight. my mouth tasted like jello? It was his. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he gave me all his jello. And he's dehydrated the hospital bed because of me. Because I drank all of his jello. Well, I mean, I, and Lana does say to Clark, well, I just don't know how I feel about him yet. Well, obviously, if you're here and telling me about him, you've decided. Oh, your silence is deafening. <laughs> she says, maybe you're right. But if you and I are going to be friends, I thought I would come throw it in your face. Yeah, no, it's going to be like yin yang. Like, cool, yeah. <laughs> yeah, great. I'm glad you're doing this. Awesome. Thanks for coming over, Lana. He's like, oh, wait. Well, I... I should, I should get back to the talent now because I only came over for 30 seconds. Why she is always she doing does this? this? She always does that. She shows up unannounced. She's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. two minutes gone by. All right, I'm out of here. See ya. Who is paying for her gas? To her. She works. She's manager. That's true. She's having a lot of people cover her shift. Susie. <laughs> uh, Susan. Lily? I have to go ruin somebody else's life again. Yeah. So she leaves. Hey, Lana. <sighs> Thanks for being honest with me. Yeah, he's like damn near crying. Thanks for being honest. And she is about to cry too. Well, it's the only way a relationship can last, right? You were never honest with me. Boom. Oh, that's fire, fire, dude. Like, she totally just roasted this man. Spit roasted. You are my heart. Okay. It's also funny because I think I've had four awkward conversations like this my entire life. And this man has had four in the last 24 hours. (laughs) It's always always awkward with them too bro i don't think they ever really had normal conversations really and you know what's crazy is that clark could have avoided all these tears for both of them lana also walks down the stairs and i actually have something to ask you both Mm -hmm. when lana tells clark i'm feeling this about another guy does lana just want him to respond with i'm not going to give up on you Instead, yes, dude. He it's that typical girl. It's like the Chloe, how Chloe was, bro. So, Setting the bait. But this is my issue with what Clark did then, and which is why it makes it worse. And by the way, the scene ends with Clark using his super hearing in a mean way, overhearing <laughs> Lana crying, crying in her vehicle, and that's when we what have the credits <laughs> rolling. He's like... <laughs> <laughs> So glad I made you feel bad. <laughs> feel bad. Oh, feel bad. Oh, Lana, I want you to feel so bad. You're miserable. This is not how the ending was supposed to go. Clark Kent's a pervert. I do want to say with Clark, he had all of his chances in the world. And once again, the reason why that scene in the truck is now worse. Um, so you only hit on her because you thought she was going to be easy? And the moment that you have to work hard for her because you rejected her, you say, oh, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, yeah. You have fun with him. Oh, you're a complicated woman now. Yeah, he seems like a great guy, Lana. Go to him. I think you know who to choose. <laughs> like, you don't fight for her at all. You deserve nothing, Clark. This is why I hate you this episode. And even though Lionel is worst parent of the year easily, Clark, you still may be villain of the year. Dude, I said it last year. I said it last season. You were so. a year too early. 
Mm. I can't believe that truck scene now. He doesn't even fight for Lana wants him to say something, and his response is, got a new guy? Cool. <laughs> All right, never mind. I'm, I'm not about this. It's too complicated. He hasn't been smoking, you know? He got blind. He hasn't been smoking, so. Well, that's true. He probably couldn't find his stash. Maybe that's why he got mad at the radio. <laughs> Where's my fucking... Oh, for the glaucoma, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like, maybe weed will help. Oh, I can't find it. He had to drive down to Oklahoma where it's legal, you know? <laughs> Dang. That's what he should have done, but he can't yeah. drive. And he can't tell his parents. Yeah. No, no, he can drive. Oh, he, he... could have just flew over there. Even though... real fast, Oklahoma. Oh, he doesn't fly, dude. We could ran fast over That's true. <laughs> yeah, fucking run through people and buildings. Yeah, just to go buy legal marijuana for his eyesight. <laughs> Is he allowed to drive after destroying John's truck? Dude, I would never, I would revoke his license. <laughs> I'm not even DPS and I'll do it. Clark, as a concerned neighbor, I'm going to have to take your license. Yeah, um, I'm the sheriff. <laughs> I can actually do this. Clark, the last time you drove, you went to your next-door neighbor's house, and you crashed your daddy's truck. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say you can't drive at all. <laughs> Man, what a great episode, especially to have Matt here with us for it, dude. I give it uh, five capes out of five. Five capes out of five? Yeah. Well, I think, I think my favorite thing about it is, like, you have this idea of what things were like, you know, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. But I think all these old shows is, like, just a really good time capsule of 2004. Absolutely. And, and the OC is probably the best example of that. Oh, for sure. Or just it being a time capsule of a certain time and the way everything looks and feels, and, feels yeah. and everything else. So. It's totally just nostalgic, like early 2000s. Even has some late 90s vibes in there. Dude, it's nice. Actually, I feel like this is very modern. I feel like this is very... It's, time, it's a timeless tale. Yeah. Did you guys not see the cell phone that we had in this episode flip from Masterson? Flip phone? Yeah, you can obviously text on that bad boy, too. Yeah, good times. Dude. That's what Smallville reminds me of. Mm-hmm. Always those good times. And credits on Lana crying. That was dope. Yeah, with Clark overhearing it. Yeah, great. <sighs> I did great not stuff. pick up on that. Y'all are good at this. <laughs> Y'all are really good at watching cinema. <laughs> I learned a lot watching that. Well, talking about it with you guys, dude. We learned a lot here with you. We're Honestly. glad that you bring your MK Ultra expertise to the table, mm-hmm. where we now have a better understanding of what they were using to poison Lex. I'm gonna say it was LSD that they were putting in his whiskey. I'm loving the tie-in that they're, we have. Yeah, all, you, all you need is a bit shoot account, and you can learn a lot about the world. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Stay off of YouTube if you actually want to learn something. Yeah, or bit shoot. Go to Reddit. No. No. <laughs> Not Reddit, dude. No. <laughs> well, that's a black hole. It's <laughs> a super black hole. But yes, thanks again for listening to us this week on Whisper. We'll catch us next week for uh, Delete. Uh, I think I remember this one. Some type of computer thing going on. But... Can't wait. Looks like Adam's back. Yeah, Adam's back. The love yeah, story so... all of us want. Can't wait for some more physical therapy. So <laughs> follow us on everything. Twitter, other platforms. Leave comments if you want. Leave reviews. Tell us we're bad. We'll catch y'all next week. Please tell me I'm bad. Whisper to me. Why do you see my (laughs) pussy?